At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. That's why the Rodriguez family is famous around town for shooting hoops upside down. They can dunk from downward dog, score three-pointers from crow pose, and make hook shots in headstands. With so many activities, programs, and classes at the Croc, you never know what you'll get into. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day. When you're in the trenches, you know, you sh- it's cool to shoot them bullets. How you gonna defend yourself when them bullets coming back? The popular and acclaimed defending WBA lightweight champion of the world. If it was the streets, these niggas would have been smoked. Pack all the, the whole group up. Pack them up. Pack them up and get them the fuck out of boxing. Haney, Cambosis, one of those folks, maybe Garcia. Uh, all them guys is easy work. They easy work, man. I'm the top dog. The hard-hitting young star of boxing, three-division world champion. Skill for skill. I'm much more skillful than Sinatra. I stand on that. I'm much more skillful. <laughs> You and Composers, what happens, thank you? I'm whooping that ass. Come, come see me. Come hold the belts. I whoop his ass for free. The defending world champion from Baltimore, Maryland. We from the city. You know what was happening within the city. TheBoxingVoice.com. Javante Tank Davis. SDS Promotions. I remember walking in Mayweather, Jimmy, sitting on the couch. I tore a bum-ass fight up. He ain't say nothing, not one word. He got a furrow on his 80 degrees. When Benavides gets cooking, it's like fighting an octopus. El Bandera Roja, David Benavides. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Everybody that's in 168, you know, I'm coming for everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Charlo, Caleb Plant, Canelo, I'm coming for all of them. Canelo, hell of a fight. But I, it's my personal thing. He's, duck, he's ducking in the defense. I think everybody wants to see me against Canelo, right? David Benavidez. Yo, he's a beast. This brother right here. I'd like to see Canelo against somebody like that. I definitely like punishing and hurting individuals. That's what I love to do. And now Benavidez unloading. I got a lot of power, too, and I throw punches and punches, and I don't get tired. He's a jab. He's with the right, and there's that hand speed. I'm ready to fight whoever, whoever, whenever. I can beat Canelo tomorrow, and I can beat a Charlo tomorrow, too. The big Charlo want to get it, too? So Charlo would be the alternative? He don't want to get in the ring with me, because he's a pussy, that's why. TheBoxingBoys.com I've never liked Caleb Plant. I've never made, it's never been a secret. I've never liked Caleb Plant. At the end of the day, I'm not no loose friend. I'm not, I don't want to be no loose friend. I'm here to knock people out. And if you don't want to get knocked out, don't mention my name. In this game, it really is kill or be killed. You know, it's either you or me. I pick me all the time. Finish him. SCS promotion. I'm the boogeyman. 
Good morning. Good. Good. Is this on? It sounds hello? so weird. What the fuck? Hello. 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 Sounds. Yo. What the? This is a horrible start, bro. You sound fine. Check. No. Somebody fucking touched that, man. Good morning. Couldn't hear myself at all. Oh, damn. What up, what up, what up? We are back. That sucks because I didn't feel in a shitty mood. I was actually in a good one. But hopefully we slide back into that because we will be talking about Javonta Tank Davis taking on Ryan Garcia in November, according to Oscar De La Hoya. And I quote, I am ready to make Tank a multi, multi, multi million dollar offer to fight Ryan Garcia in November. Plus, we have to discuss the new hardcore fight fans' delight. Is it really going to happen? David Benavidez versus David Morrell. Ronnie Shields trains David Morrell. Benavidez obviously trained by his father. When it comes to the Benavidez, they want all the smoke. But who really wants it with them? Uh, We will find out. We will find out. We'll be discussing these things. Now, I did start a poll. You don't hear that? Yes, there is something playing in the background. I thought it was static. No, there it goes. Oh, wow. Oh, so it's when you talk. Yeah. All right. He'll get it figured out. We're getting the morning started um, with, with a uh, $5 Super Chat Ness. Mm. Good morning to you. Arizestro, rest in peace. Amicio Boothalezi, good morning to you, Evie. Who is that? That was an uh, African fighter. Oh. In that video that went viral. Yes. Of him being knocked out and like not knowing what's going on. And he was like punching the air. Crazy. And, uh, Crazy. People sent me that. I didn't even want to show that. Yeah, because I, I didn't understand that he got hit with one straight right and then flurried on the guy and then the guy fell through the ropes. The fight was stopped. And. Uh, what sound bite is bleeding through? Ah, you are right. Benavidez is somehow still playing. But why don't we hear it then? Ah. You're the man, Austin. Hello. <laughs> Buenos dias. So what was I saying? I don't even know. What a rough start this morning. This no, is crazy. No, I was okay. here early and everything. You know, anybody that hears this is going to think we were like late and no, we were here early. I had coffee. I don't know what Yo, the hell's going on. Did you on. tell them about the lady? Nah. Nah? I mean, nah, because it's, 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 it's. You I know, it's you. like I, I said. I hear you. I hear you. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah, unfortunate. So I have this crazy poll, Danny. It's like uh, Javonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia in November, Benavides versus Morrell, right? So it really doesn't say anything, but then the answers kind of give you the answer, except that because it's multiple choice and you only get to pick one, you only get to pick one. So if you thought Tank and Ryan was going to fight, plus Morrell and Benavides, you really can't pick that. So that's we might whack. have to stop this poll. Yeah, bro, that's whack. We might have to stop this poll. But um, I don't know. Right now, this poll is leaning towards what you think is more likely to happen, right? 
So if you do think Tank and Garcia is likely to happen, then go ahead and go ahead and 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 and, and press that. If you think Morel and uh, Benavides is more likely to happen, go ahead and press that. But if you don't, then you can press either of those not. And hopefully Bo comes and can help us. But we do have exciting news. Um, we at least, we're halfway there to a beautiful friendship with someone that is going to benefit our audience so much. But at least we already got you guys some swag that we can do giveaways. We just need an intern. I need somebody that lives in Las Vegas and is available from the hours of 5.30 to 10 a.m. Holla at me and DM. Let's see what we can do for you. Because um, well, at least for, for, for starters, you won't have to be in no raffle. You know what I'm saying? We got some serious swag. Should you get like one of those? Because I love one of those. I'm hoping to keep one. I, 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 I like I want, one of them. I don't even know that brand. And there's one that I'm like, yo, that's kind of fire. I want to travel with one. Na, uh, the Austin, duffel. Q, Q, Q grab the duffel. I like the duffel. Greg, Q grab Nestle, but I'm the waiting. Duffel. I'm waiting because I hear we've been sent one of 500. The line's already been discontinued. You can Google and find out when they dropped it, but this is going to be one of five. Nah, not not that that duffel, the 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 brown one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why are you smiling, yo? You're funny. You're funnier. Yes. Look at this beauty. Look at this. So first and foremost, this is the company Spray Ground, and um, I'm sure you guys have heard of it. A lot of you younger folks have heard of it. I met this gentleman um, a year ago. And you know, this is, just, this is just a little free advice. Persistence, man. You know? Never give up, you know? So he's coming to studio this weekend, and the goal is to align ourselves with him and, uh, you know, get you guys some swag and, you know, help us grow because they have a huge following, you know. But look at the craftsmanship. Look at the inside of this thing. This is actually a, a stitched on leather patch inside. Um, very urban, obviously, you know. Uh, it's got the little secret compartment over here. The one Danny has has like special locking mechanism. Like they really put a lot of yeah, detail they, no, into they, these bags and then they're not even expensive. They're so affordable. Like I seen a whole set of like a nine piece set for like $700, you know? Um, I don't know what I would do with nine pieces. Do I be real? I was seeing like fanny packs over the shoulder, but I'm like, it's not for me, but this, this, and maybe one a little bit bigger. This will be my new gym bag. Now that I got a locker, mm -hmm. I haven't posted that video. I have to post it. I got my own locker. Insane! I got my own locker. I leave my boots, my my, my um gloves, gloves, headgear, everything. Got my shower gel in there, deodorant. Beautiful locker too. Oh look, this one actually does have the same locking mechanism. So once you zip this, you, all right. Let me just do it. I didn't even notice the one on the side. Yeah. Till you just pointed it out. Yeah. No, this is fire, man. This is really sexy, and these will be to give away. To you guys. So we need you to tell a friend and tell a friend that we're going to be doing giveaways as soon as an intern steps up to the plate. So look. Oh, damn, you can't see it. You got to turn it upward, then align this with that. 
Now it's a line, then you turn it back, and it's like a little lock. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they sent us so much shit. You know what I mean? Um, so we're going to be giving away, once we get an intern that can man the wheel and write all the names and <clears throat> mail the packages. Uh, and a lot of other stuff that we need you to do, but you'll be part of the family. You know, you'll come to the new building. You might get a locker, or you might have to share a locker. Who knows, you know? But you might get a locker. You might even get a parking spot if you hurry up, too. I'm just saying. I think I'm going to stick to the front. Covered parking. Um, The front is covered, and it is the same That's distance. First payment, one month to work, hundred dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, though the front does have covered parking, but I do like the back. Um, it's 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 you know straight into the gym. Even though the front is straight into the gym, I guess, I guess you know we just got to use the code. I've never used it. But anyway. <sighs> Excuse me. Did you see the tweet? Let me pull up the official tweet to Hold give on, you guys, guys the official just facts. Just want to show the people. Oh, you you showing, you still on Sprayground? Shout out to Sprayground. Shout out to Sprayground. Just want to show the people. Motherfucker, it's open. It's open, Austin. Nah, you got to close it. Make sure you're on SPS Uno, bro. Come but, on. Come on. You've been doing this three months now. No more. No more. Uh, passes. Get it together, family. While he gets his shit, okay, he got it together. What's that one? Oh, that's the Muhammad Ali one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that it's, one hasn't come yet. They made a few attempts, man. It's hard to get shit delivered here. The IBO sent us some goodies for you guys as well, too, man, and some swag for the studio. Shout out to the IBO. That's the that's the one of 500. Those don't even exist. Ooh, the inside got the money. Oh, my God. An idea just came to me. Hold on, look, and they are sold out. So no, of course you can't. Like if you, you can't wanna, get it, you can. I've seen them on websites, but they're going way above. Oh, way above market. Yeah. It's like Yeezys or houses right now. Listen, mm. you know what I just thought of? Mm. I'm gonna give this idea out right now, live on air. What if Frank is listening, and he can somehow? Bring Mr. Walsh to the meeting when that bag is there. <clears throat> kind of do a re-launching of that Muhammad Ali bag with Nico Walsh. Ali. Those are the ideas we bring. I'm just saying. My company gets with your company and we can do things. I'm just saying. That's what we do. That's what we do. But that's how, that's how, that's a great pitch. We <sighs> release Something that's been sold out and having it attached to a sibling. Grandson. I mean, you know, isn't that mean family member? Sibling is like. Brother. Sister. sister. <laughs> Typically. Give me a screen share. Danny. It says, Oscar De La Hoya. And I quote, I'm ready to make Javante Davis a multi, multi, multi million dollar offer to fight Ryan Garcia in November. I'm willing to make this fight available on the zone and Showtime pay-per-view. Split it right down the middle. Let's make this fight happen. Credit Fight Hype, who is always boots to ground. Oh, uh, he over here falling in love with spray ground. Now. No, let me tell you, because pretty sure he told you the one with the glove, right? What, the Muhammad Ali back? Yeah. Probably. 
So then it would have to be this one. It got to say one of 500. Oh, well, let me make sure it says one of 500. It was only 500 made. Well, this is a commemorative box set, but it doesn't say only 500. All right. So uh, do your research off air. Okay. Let's talk. Boom. Ryan and Tank split pay-per-view. Um It's funny, though, right? Because he says, I'm ready to make Tank a multi-multi-million dollar offer to fight Garcia on a split pay-per-view with the Zone and Showtime. So how does that work, right? Because if it's split down the middle, is he offering Tank the guarantee plus the split of the Zone? And he's hoping for a split of Showtime. I'm I'm a little lost as to how to interpret this. Yeah, I feel like it should be Showtime gets what they get. So then, I've heard rumors like that. Do you think that because it's a split down the middle type of deal, the zone pays Ryan, and Ryan's pay per view split is the zone's problem, and 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 vice versa for Tank? Would Tank be guaranteed? His upfront money from Showtime and his pay-per-view, you know, split come from them. Like, how do you see this playing out based off this small quote? I know it's not much to go off. I mean, I feel like you got to have some sort of guarantee, no? But would Oscar, because he's saying, I'm ready to make a multi So, like, why would he pay Tank's guarantee if he's already willing to do 50-50? Maybe he just feels he's going to But make- I guess that's how you get tanking to say yes right because if not if you're not enticing tank he can just fight isaac cruz again or maybe it's really the zone and the zone's like we just feel like we're gonna make so much money on no it. well of course it's the zone of course it's the zone but i i mean um you know it doesn't matter where the money's coming from as long as oscar is uh facilitating it being the mitigator in those conversations he's part of it it's like you if you bring a sponsor it don't matter how that that deal closes. You're supposed to get some sort of commission. You understand? Right, right, right. So um, I feel like that's what Oscar's doing. He's like, you know, he's being probably instructed by DAZN. Look, let's make this fight. And, you know, he's out here trying to make this fight. If we take him to be sincere in this message, because we've seen this before. This is classic 50 Cent. You know, if you guys are not old enough to know the artist 50 Cent, anytime he was about to drop an album, he'd pick a fight verbally with someone on social media and have that boost his record sales. Similar to what Ryan Garcia and Oscar De La Hoya do. Every time Ryan has a fight to go, Javier Fortuna, they yappity yap yap and flap at the gums about other people and what other people are doing and how they would love to be in the ring with those people but then turn around and fight Luke Campbell, what what was his last three fights? Uh, to go, Campbell, and that dude like with an R, right? That he knocked out in one round that no one knew. Do know, do know, or some shit. Nah, th- oh, that might have. <laughs> I don't know that that was before. Really. That's what I'm saying. This shit is pitiful at this point. Like, I want to believe Oscar because at this point, he's making that whole 
they're all looking bad. Oscar's looking like a liar. Ryan's looking like a liar and not really a boxer. Like, it's time. It's time to be in a real fight. You know, Tank himself said, yo, it's time to take the training wheels off. So if Tank is saying that, what the fuck does this kid have on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Because Tank ain't got no training wheels in my eyes. Yes, maybe he ain't fight certain people, but we could tell he don't need training wheels. We could tell, like he said, he got a loaded Glock with no safety. So it's the last three is Fonseca, Fonseca, Luke Campbell, and Emmanuel to go with Luke Campbell being the best. Luke Campbell being the best in those three because he's a gold medalist. And other than that, you know, probably an underachiever in the pros. I'm just saying, never won a world title that I know of. You know, because if you're a gold medalist, we're expecting you to win a world title. He retired early, too. Campbell did. But credit Garcia, uh, you know, in boxing, the way that it goes is the last one to fight you is the one that retired you. So. Mm-hmm. Like Ugas. Yeah, yeah. Like Ugas with Pacquiao. Like Ugas with Pacquiao. Except that Pacquiao was legit old, you know, in his 40s. Like Campbell's yeah. what? He's probably still 34 or some shit or younger. I'd have to. Uh, let, me, let me check. So, so um, I know many of you are probably like, man, what is spray ground? Blah, blah, blah. Look, the champ. Champ wearing spray ground. This ain't no bullshit shit here. You know what I'm saying? Champ. That's Deontay Wilder with the with the with the with the with the motorcycle and the, the over the shoulder Duffy. And what that caption say, Ness? I'm always turning up my city, zooming through the streets with that spray ground on my back, headed to the unveiling. Witness the greatness. The pleasure is in the patience. Subliminal. Yo, um, so yeah, he was headed to his statue unveiling on the bike. I actually seen that bike in person. It's pretty dope. Yo, was that fucking uh, big ass statue in that in the back of his logo? Was that there? You seen that? Nah, not as new. He was redoing like the pool was still functional, but he was you know, adding to it, adding you know beautifulness to it. Mm. Yes. So, do you believe? That he'll make an offer? That this fight happens in November. I think November's plenty of time. We talked about it. That's one more month in our appreciation night. So put that in your head. If Bud versus Earl really happens, we will be doing the appreciation night in four months. So that, you might think October is a far, you know, a long time away, but it's not. That shit is right there. 120 days is four months. Little, little county bid. <laughs> Look, this motherfucker here. So are you saying, are you suggesting that if Tank versus Ryan happens in November, you would prefer to have the appreciation? No, oh. absolutely not suggesting that. Simply putting out to my beautiful audience that I would love to um, gather with in October for the unannounced Earl Spence Jr. versus Terrence Bud Crawford. I think that would be the best month ever um, because if that fight happens, Appreciation Night can happen right there that Friday. You know, we would have a fantastic time. Um, Speaking of persistence, I sent Bud another message asking to be allowed in the camp. 
we just gonna we just gonna stay persistent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got this far with persistence and patience, as my man Wilder says. So we gonna just keep staying persistent. You know what I'm saying? Head up to Colorado Springs for a day or two. If we got to, we got to. Um, the owner of this building, not to be confused with the owner of our new building, uh, he just went cross country and drove out there to Colorado, Nebraska, and all that shit, yeah. right? So T- taking the vet through the mountains, definitely not. Oh. Because we don't have enough luggage space. <laughs> we got to get the U-Haul hitch to the back of the vet. <laughs> nah, I think I think if uh, we use our spray ground oh, bags. true. I think if we use our spray ground bags. They will fit. They will fit. My bro. Nike bag is too big. Yeah. That shit is. I'm so happy to have that bag. Right now, this sounds like a cheap lug, but it's not. Y'all don't understand. Because, again, now that I got the locker, I don't need that big-ass Nike bag. And it's just like taking mad space in that little-ass trunk. Yeah. I feel like the bag I got right now is kind of small. Mm-hmm. No, yours is small. This one is slightly bigger though. That's so that's what we got to get. I got to get used to. I'm used to a big bag, bro. Having everything, right? You know. But now you got a locker, so you don't need a lot. You know, everything in your bag. You just need bro washer and dryer, and the they're newer room. than the one in my house. That's insane. I love yeah. that new building. I cannot wait. So I want to bring this up because I know there's been a lot of David Morrell fans claiming that he's some sort of boogeyman that's going to beat David Benavidez. And that's why we're talking about it because Benavidez himself welcomes all the smoke and is already in camp and has verbally said that they are ready for that fight, I believe, from anywhere from September to November. I heard November. Okay, you watch the post. So once Austin gets back, We'll, we'll screen share the post and, and give you the exact date and time that they'll be available. But Father Jose Benavidez Sr. made it clear David wants that fight and he don't want any other fight since David Morrell was talking all that shit. Now he got to back it up. And that's what I love about these Benavidez, boy. They, 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 even Jose, you know, because say what you want, but till this day, I guess Jose's had the best fight, which is crazy because, you know, he ain't have a legit leg on there to stand on. But Cavalaskis doesn't get credited officially on BoxRec with the knockdown. So Jose's probably the best, gave gave Crawford the best work, truthfully. Um, not yet, Austin. I actually got to look for it. It's, it's gotten buried. Boxing scene doing so much work. Here it goes. Uh, so everybody who's anybody who likes to lie thought Morrell was ready for David. But Ronnie, who is a very good trainer, doesn't believe so. Uh, he says, I don't know. I don't know. To tell you the truth, as a trainer, you know, my job is to assess everything. I see that he does uh, well and didn't do so well. And I'll put that against what I think Benavidez is. If I like it, I'll say, okay, I'm good with it. If I don't, then I'll say, let's hold off and wait. It's a huge fight. Okay, where is the beauty? Where's the good quote, though? Okay. But I think, no, excuse me. But I just think that I'll take a clear look at it right now. Do I feel confident that he could beat Benavidez or Keller Plant? I'd give him... Uh, excuse me, I'd give them all a run for their money right now. But I feel when this kid is ready, then we do that. I don't want to rush him into something. He goes and beats Benavidez. Then what? He's not 
going to get Canelo. So where else? Where else? Because he says something that's even more damning. Maybe this is it. It's unbelievable how this kid trains. He loves it. And that's what you want. And I don't want to discourage him in any way. I don't want to push, uh, put him with something that maybe he's not ready for, you know? It's going to be a wait and see thing, of course. It ain't going to be my decision, but I do have input. But I realize in this game, you can't be macho. You have to be smart. That's how guys... Floyd Mayweather, Holyfield, all these guys made a lot of money being smart, not just by trying to prove something. When you try to prove something, you might as well just throw craps. I'm not a crap shooter. So it doesn't sound like my man Ronnie. And I'm going to look for another quote that he has in here. But it doesn't sound like my man Ronnie wants that fight with Benavidez immediately. What do you what do you think of that, though? Like, it seems uh, kind of interesting given that They've been having back and forth, and obviously this is a fight that's been talked about for a little bit now. I mean, I think that Ronnie is right. Ronnie is a world-class, world-renowned trainer, has been doing this for years, has trained way bigger names than David Morrell. Morrell needs to fill the shoes of at least more than half of the people that Ronnie has trained to, to be on that level. So I think if Ronnie feels... He's ready. He would let the leash off. Simple. If he doesn't, he's not. He's going to keep that motherfucker on the leash. Simple. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anyone at 7-0... Listen to me. I didn't know a shit about Lomachenko. Like, in the amateurs, I, I, I'm not you. I didn't go watch his Olympic run with uh, Jose Ramirez and Wellington Romero. I went and seen those fights... After I knew Jose Ramirez and Wellington Romero. I didn't watch live Olympics. Like, fuck all that. Again, I love the amateurs, but we don't know who's going to be a pro. We just don't know. Look how many Cuban uh, Olympians do not turn pro. How many different country Olympians do not turn pro. And and, and then they come here and it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's a gold medalist from Colombia. And no one cares either. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got to wait to see dudes pan out. That being said, when Loma jumped on the scene, I only heard all the propaganda from ESPN, how he had all these amateur fights. So when I seen he was fighting Salido, I said, nah, nah, I'm picking Salido. And we won. You know what I'm saying? So what did you think when he fought Gary Russell? I also fight? picked Gary, but Gary let me down. And then Gary started talking this sauna shit. But it's okay. But I only bring up the Loma thing to say that even Loma, who I knew had excess of amateur fights, medal, gold medals, I still picked against him. So I'm picking against Morrell. You ain't ready for David. Pro experience is pro experience, especially 12 rounds. Like, my man ain't even been going. How many, what's the, how many rounds he going? Check his box rack. These kids don't understand that. They think, oh, I got power. And what happened when, when, when you don't knock your guy out and you got to get past that six and Benavidez still throwing Five, six punches, combinations at your dumb ass. No, sir. Go get that experience. Who Who's the biggest name he beat? He ain't even been in there. Alantes Fox? Lennox Allen? 
And Lennox Allen was old. And so Lennox Allen was for the interim. And yeah, for the interim WBA. Yeah, so that one decision. With a dude that's old, doesn't have a promoter, he got and doesn't have good activity. If Lennox Allen would have been pom, 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 believe me, I'd have picked Lennox Allen over Morrell because y'all all know, the ones that have been listening for good enough years, we made money. Even from me being in Jamaica, I gave you the amazing tip of Lennox Allen because I knew he's good. I watched him spar, big baby. Had I known, we'd have been on that line. But David Morrell's not even popular enough to have a line like, does it go to the decision? It probably would have just been money line for for that fight at the time. Who knows? Or or the over under. Who knows? At a minimum. But, but, yeah, I, but so, we would have bet Lennox Allen because so, I've seen Lennox Allen taking shots from Big Baby before Big Baby popped. David Benavidez has 118 rounds fought. David Moreau has 17. See? No. I'm sorry, 27. No trainer in their right mind unless they're in that gym seeing violence. If I'm in the, like, I'm going to top rank again for spawn today. If I see you are nasty, then you're fucking nasty. But look, I was going to come here telling y'all me and, me and Danny found the next Canelo. I thought, but... As the days go by, Canelo better get his shit together. We can never call him Canelo. You know, he looked like Canelo. He's from Sinaloa, right? Yeah. He got the eyes. He got the little nice fucking Oscar Duarte, Superman-esque kind of blonde hair turn. He got the swag in the ring. But if he don't get active, and that's what it is, you you 6-0, 6-KOs in Mexico. Them dudes ain't doing 12 rounds of sparring down there. That's why they had to bring his ass up here. But he's in some good hands. You know, I, I can't wait to introduce him to y'all, even though he may not live out to that nickname that we giving him. He's got his own nickname. You, you giving it to him. Oh, oh, he trying to clean his hands. Okay, I gave it to him. I like to help people market themselves. Yeah, I remember. But his name is Diamante. Diamante. I remember you gave, uh, oh, my God, bro. You had a good nickname. The fighter never took it. Hmm. Oh, F.A. El Jefe Ajaba. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was, that was, that was some bullshit. Hell yeah. What he went with the nightmare? <laughs> oh, old. You know how many fucking... Yo, Nagy Aguilera had the nightmare. And he's fucking Dominican. Never won even a regional title at heavyweight. Please, bro. You got to pick your names wisely. It's like when, 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 when Fake Canelo told me his name was Diamante, I'm like, ain't that Marquez's name? He's like, no, he's Dianamita. And I'm like, all right, Dynamite and diamond definitely are two different things. So, but like, I but said, it sounds so similar. Yeah, like I said, Felix Verdejo, he was Diamante. Yeah, Felix Verdejo was Diamante. But again, you you can do that as a Mexican. You can take a Puerto Rican name because it's a rivalry anyway. So now y'all yeah. fight over it, even though Verdejo has a totally different fight. So, what do you think? You think? Even though you're hearing this from Ronnie, because there is something in the, in these quotes where he said, at the end of the day, he doesn't make the decision, but he has input. It says, it ain't going to be my decision, but I do have input. So, ultimately, Louis DeCubas, who is the handler of Morel, and I guess Al, right? Because if, if Louis's your manager, Al's your advisor, so there's no one else to ask. It's 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 Al, Louie, and, and, and Ronnie. So Louie would ask Ronnie, is he ready? Al probably would ask Louie, like, yo, you want to do this Benavidez fight? Those both your fighters. 
he worked with both of them. So he's got to be like, damn, I know Benavidez is ready. Ronnie, is he ready? This is what's on the table. You know what I mean? He's got to he's got to consult in Ronnie because I don't know if Morel's ready. Right, right. <laughs> you know. So I, I think that Ronnie's input is a lot more than just input. So what? We have Yorvis Gomez today. Cancel. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. We was looking forward to that part two. Man, part one was amazing. For real. That's crazy. Yep, CYP counterpunch. Uh-oh. Buenos dias. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning. Buenos dias. Yeah, you you took the words out of my mouth, man. David Benavidez has got to learn how to ignore certain people, man. You got He just got to let certain shit go. Dude got seven fights. He's not fighting you. It don't matter if he threatened to whoop your ass a hundred times. He ain't getting in that ring with you. Like, let that go, man. Damn. I, I, like, I don't know. It's like he got this chip on his shoulder, which is cool. If the dudes are actually going, if it's going to get you fights, keep that chip. But if it's not, it's just like a waste of time. You have a laundry list of dudes who don't like you, but ain't none of them ever going to fight you. Like, man, he ain't fighting you. Seven wins. He ain't doing it. And none of us would advise our seven, seven and no fighter to fight no Benavidez. Cut the, cut the shit. But I was checking um, Ring Magazine to check their top 10 pound for pound. It's funny because Devin's not even on there. But they still got Josh Taylor's pound for pound on there. They got Charlo's pound for pound at number 10. So for some reason, they believe that that Taylor's undisputed run is greater than Charlo's and Devin Haney's. Are you goddamn kidding me? Put Devin Haney up in that top 10 and quit that bullshit. How are you going to be champion? And if you look at the, the guys at 140, and he's undisputed with, them dudes are stars. Them dudes are faces in boxing, and he's the king of that division. I don't get it, man. Somebody needs to speak out on this bullshit. CYP out. You just did, champ. You just did, but I think that, you know, has the list been updated? It, it does take time. The web guy got to do all of that. You know, we got to at least give and him then, the benefit and, of and, the doubt and hope that, that, that that's what's going on. And then the way, um, Devin Money, Devin Money is born. But, um, the way that ESPN does their pound for pound, it's a panel, so they vote and then they tally the votes. So it takes time. Yep, yep. So it might not be updated yet. Might not be updated yet. Yo, some mornings you'd be like, so might not be updated yet. Like you and he don't even be tired, yo. I don't know what's up. I think it's like cause you slouch, man. Maybe it's like the way the audio comes out and shit. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, man. there is an issue here. Um we consistently have more viewers than thumbs up. I don't know if it's a lazy thing on your behalf, but I just want you to know. I'm not pressuring you. But just so you know, if you hit the thumbs up, that might help us grow. It really might help us grow. Just saying, there's something about this thing called an algorithm and you hitting the thumbs up or sharing the show kind of like boosts us. It's like puts us in that little, you know, what would what would it be? If we're like Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like a warp. Yeah, like a warp drive. I mean, I did my part. I already went on my personal YouTube and like, Look at that. like the stream. Look at that. 
You ain't go to Sticky Paws YouTube and do it. Not yet. Ah. Not yet. Did you, you out there listening, did you grab your son or daughter's iPad and like it from that too? Huh? Did you also subscribe from there? You think I care? Numbers is power. Power is respect. Respect means bigger interviews. Come on. Come on. And we got some big All right, ones I liked coming, it. man. Sticky Paws liked it too. There you go. We got some nice ones coming. The schedule is getting packed. We're working, man. Stop being lazy. Hit that thumbs up because we're here for you every day. You know, most of the times twice a day, but officially twice on Monday, twice on Thursday, and even on Sunday to give you a platform to voice your opinion and uh, celebrate if you picked it right or, you know, go ahead and cry with us if uh, you got it wrong. You know what I mean? But what I do want to say is that we did reach our goal, Danny. We got to 144,000 sometime yesterday. Now, Let's go. Now we're at 144,080. So we're 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 just 900 away from the next goal and we're we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. I know that Danny has a very you know, way bigger count. He's looking at 50, but I like my small goals. So 1445, 1445. So we're about 420 away from the next goal. And now it seems like we're about an hour and 20 away from the next guest since Yoelvis canceled. And we kind of spaced him out because of the... A little less than an hour. He'll be here at 7.30. Ah, so we rescheduled and he's coming in early. Who yeah. is that? I'm not going to pretend to uh, know, I know how to pronounce that name, mm. but... It is Lucas Weberbiki. Is that from Bones Gym? Is he the Lithuanian, the Ukrainian? Is this the the Chilean from Top Ranks Gym? I think this is uh Maybe you should pop it in Instagram. Yeah, this is Bo. So this is somebody probably from a different gym since Bo goes. Maybe Split T? Maybe Split T. I'm looking him up. But yeah, we will. Yeah, I mean, Bo found that. He found two gems. I ain't on front. I'm not going front. You you probably didn't notice it because I do good at masking emotion on air, but I was like, Jalen Phillips? And then I'm like, one and one and no, he's one and two and one? I'm like, then I went through the resume and I'm like, ooh, this that dude we seen probably be Danny's boy. So I'm like, yeah, get him in here. Good one, Bo. So then the next one that was like, what? I was like, what? Who is that? Was Victor Nagby? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is Bo doing? In my head, though. This is all in my head. I'm like, this fucking guy, Bo. And then Victor sits in. He's quite nice. And spot on. It was Haney Fight Week in Australia. Victor lives in Australia. Fucking beat one of Cambosos' boys. It was such. Shout out the bow. Shout out the bow. Check it. That's DM why. Chat. That's why. That's why you have to not show emotion. You see. So both times I was like, Oh my god, what is he doing? Like we need big names. You know what I'm saying? But I just ran with the punches. You know, rolled it like Mayweather, and then found out. Damn, both those interviews were fantastic. Like Jalen, you know, we invited him back. He didn't show up for the fight chat, though, right? He was supposed to come? He was supposed to come for one of them. Oh. 
for the Bruce one when Bruce and Troy. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know like, how we would have fit him. I know, but I was like, fuck it, man. You should come anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because he was such an amazing person. Yeah, I wasn't even here. When I got to came. watch him spar at Top Rank the other day. Did you pay attention? Yeah. What I you saw thought? him spar. Uh, I... Who was it that he sparred first? Was it Freddie? Not Freddie the camera guy. Freddie from Houston and lives, born here and lives in yeah, Houston. Yeah, it was Freddie. That's who I saw him work with. Yep. Actually, I don't think it was Freddie first. That's who I saw him work he with. He was though. pushing somebody. But check your DM, though. Mm, mine's or your the, the boxing voice the, the 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 boxing voice what is this our guest okay it looks like uh tommy split fury tea? split t i see ryan like this photo M- might be split t tal vez yeah that's what i'm saying sponsored by uh pretty boy Okay. Yep, split T boxing. All right. Yeah, so we David McWater's boy. I love it. I love it. Pull him up on the box rack. So maybe he Canadian? Is, he is uh from Poland. Okay. Oh we got to see him spar. Twenty one oh, okay, okay. Is that him? That is him. Oh shit. I got to see him real work. Uh, what weight class it says he is? He is a welterweight. Oof. Yep. You know who got in there with him, right? No. Who gets in there with everybody that we've been telling you? Uh, Doesn't fucking, like, he spars every day. Yella Nusinov. Yeah, we need to learn how to pronounce that better. It's, it's like Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, right? It's like... I was about to say French, but he's from fucking Ukraine. Terrible. <laughs> Yo, that was an interesting spa. I got to find out some questions from this Poland guy. But I heard a lot about him. I only got to watch that one session. And he went rounds with uh, Yelenusinov at least five. Wow. Yep. Yep. They got some work in then. Real work. Okay. Real work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. I just remembered. What you remember, champ? Um, Follow up. That's how things work, man. Shit just slips your mind. Be like that. It be like that. Who else we got? We might as well open up the phone lines, champ, since... uh. Yo, Elvis canceled. We got Matt Garcia with a $5 Super Chat saying Benavides and Andre should come together and make that fight. Both have trouble getting notable opponents. Why not make the fight with each other? Yeah, so um, I just want to end this benavidez Morel thing. Uh, can I get a screen share? Why was I waiting for him to translate it? He really said that only in, in Spanish. So basically, he said, here I am with the champion, David Benavidez, who we're in training. 
We're back in camp already. We're getting ready for David Morrell, who had a lot of shit to say, you know, and uh, we'll, we'll be ready for November, December, which kind of sucks, man. Two fights a year? If they gave this guy three fights a year, it, camp would be better. My man's literally was in camp from January till May, bro. Like, we know that for... What's going on? You spill something? You trying no. to fake it? Why you got that weird smile? Damn, what the fuck is everything at? Bro. I mean, we just gonna... We gotta stop this. This is ridiculous. But anyway. I lost my train of thought. Let me go to another screen sharing. Five, four, three, two... One. You were talking about how camp, they need to give him three fights a year. So a camp is not, you know, yeah, he's, five, yeah, six months. Yeah, he's got these six-month camps. That's so stupid, bro. They're killing this guy, man. Get a man more fights. So so this is – oh, fuck. Can you go full screen? This is Brandon in Houston trying to still push the Morrell fight when obviously Ronnie feels differently. But according to Jake Donovan – uh, senior writer over at Boxing Scene, he says, and I quote, hearing very strong rumors that with the win on Saturday, Morrell is likely the front runner to face David Benavidez later this year. Now, keep in mind, again, keep in mind that after bef- after this, Morrell just didn't look good versus Henderson, who isn't from Vegas. But, you know, he caught him with some counters and some shit like that. So... You know, I I think that the trainer and the manager seen that, and they know, well, if Henderson can land that, what is Benavidez going to do who throws in punches in combinations, punches in bunches? So uh, we'll see, does it actually happen? But I don't think so. I just don't think so. You know, um, David Morrell. He said, he said, I hope you have balls because you need balls in this business. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got David Morrell here. He says, I want the winner of Benavides Lemieux. I am not being shy about it. I feel I am the best fighter in the division, and it is clear that no one wants to fight me. I have to call people out because I am so heavily avoided. Coach Ronnie Shields says, sometimes you have to save fighters from themselves, you know, and take a better path so that you don't run into something that you're not ready for. I don't want to rush them into something. Let me do a screen share. This is Jose Benavidez Sr., father of uh, David, and he is obviously, you know, giving you all this, making sure that you know that they say they want it, but it sounds like the trainer doesn't want it. Then he says, coach manager Jose Benavidez. He says, what do they mean he's not ready? After talking all that shit, he's not ready? He's the champion. How can he not be ready? And by champion, he obviously means interim, which both of them are basically interims, you know. Um, So this is going to sound crazy because it's not possible, but they're going to have an interim unification. They're both going to come into the ring with belts. Um, I guess the winner doesn't get the others but the others doesn't get to claim interim status anymore. I'm sure, like, once Morrell loses, WBA vacate, makes it vacant, right? Yeah, I mean, I was... Unless, can you... Oh, no, I guess he can be interim in two divisions because Marcus Brown 
John Pascal fought for two interims. They fought the WBC interim and a WBA interim. <laughs> no, I think one of them was a regular, nah, no? Same shit. It ain't no more interims in the WBA. Mm. He is the regular champ. Oh, yeah, so that was part of their process to eliminate yeah. the votes. And neither of these dudes are going to get called to be a mandatory to Canelo. That's not happening. Them sanctioning bodies ain't going against Canelito. It's not happening. But uh, we will open up these phone lines, as the co-host suggested. You know the number to call in. 1-425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice to the People hotline. You could also remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Drop us a five star on iTunes. Costs you nothing. Helps with the visibility. And don't forget to join our Discord so that you can call in with uh, amazing audio quality. Absolutely free from anywhere in the world. Allows you to connect with us. You know, we got a bunch of rooms back there where you can hang out and talk your boxing-ish. And always stay up to date to our live broadcast. So I've just pinned... The Discord link in the chat. Also, the number that you can call from a mobile line or a cell phone. No, or a landline, excuse me. And going back to our poll, about 559 votes. 29, 28% now believe yes, Tank versus Ryan happens. 51% believe no, it doesn't. 12% believe Morel and Benavidez happens in 2022, while 9% believe Morel, David Benavidez, is not going to happen. So, we will open up these phone lines. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Who's on Discord? We got Big Gucci Nick. What up, Big Gucci? Up, what up, Ness? Shout out TBV, man. Everybody smash that like button, smash that subscribe button too, man. Um, yeah, I'm just tuning in, man. Uh just tuned in like a couple minutes ago. Don't really know what you guys are talking about, but I just uh wanna give you guys the shout out, man. Great content you've been putting out. Always on the grind. Shout out Ness, Danny, the producers, you already know. Uh that's my call. All right, bro. Appreciate it. For sure. Appreciate the support. You catching uh, Game 3 tonight, Ness? What is that? Warriors-Celtics, NBA Finals, Game 3. Nah, Let's man. Let's go Celtics. Anybody but Golden State. I Series don't even know one. what the Celtics is. It's basketball. But we got Mr. CYP. C-Y-P. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. I want y'all to tell me if y'all agree, agree with this or not. If you are consistently in the top three, right, consistently in the top three of your division, and you get an undisputed shot and you win, your undisputed should be less in question. Like, you top three, shit, only, only one person above you or below you, undisputed. Yeah, you, that's you. If you're outside of that top three and you get a shot versus undisputed, he picks you, whatever it might be, and you actually win, yes, you are undisputed by belt, but it should be disputed because maybe you're not the best in your division. You literally just beat one champion you didn't beat the top the two three four you beat none of them i think that from my opinion we should start looking at that and because if we do that we won't have to worry about why people have so many goddamn questions i say if tank loma or to beat Devin, 
I understand. That's undisputed. But if a guy who like 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 Isaac Cruz does it, I'm gonna be more skeptical. That's that's just how I feel about it. Let me know if y'all agree. Wait, with wait, wait. If 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 Isaac beats Devin, you'll be skeptical about what? Yeah, it's about him being the best in the division, not him being undisputed, because that's technical. Technically, hell yeah, you got four belts. But undisputed is supposed to mean the best. That's the word undisputed means, no question. I would have questions that Isaac Cruz would be the best in the division simply because he beat Devin. And we kind of know why, because he lost the tank. But that's not that's not my point. My point is, if you're not consistently top three, and you do happen to get a shot at undisputed because you got to fight somebody, and you lose, you going around acting like you're the best in the division could backfire on your ass like Cambosis, who I never had top three before he got that shot. Never. I didn't have him top four. He won the belt and called himself undisputed. Really wasn't. Devin goes and wipes his fucking ass out. We could avoid that if if we say, hey, man, you got more work to do. Even though we ain't taking your title away from you. I, I, I get him. I get you. That's kind of like Canelo not being done at 68, even though he undisputed, and Haney not being done at 35, even even though he undisputed. Like Haney has to fight Tank. That's the biggest fight to make in the division, not the Ryan Garcia fight. No disrespect to him and his family. He just hasn't done anything. It's about accolades. Tank has accolades and pay-per-view buys, ticket sales. It's the biggest fight to make. Don't get me wrong. Promoters might dispute that and say that Tank and Ryan is the biggest fight to make since Ryan has consistently sold more tickets than Devin. Hopefully Devin can, you know, come home. That's why he needs an Oracle fight. Take the IBO from Maxi Hughes, fight in the Oracle, show them that you're a draw as well. Because, uh, you know, what's his biggest ticket sell? 7,000, 8,000, 9,000? I know in the MGM Harbor they sold that out, but that's 3,200 if you squeezing dudes in there. Yeah, I want to say they did eight, will he not us? So, you know. Um, and I'm sure that the zone would say Ryan does better viewership than Haney, who only did 1.35. Peak? Um, I saw the tweet. Let me pull it up. One momento. Finally, bro. Could I trust this email? It does say that. Is Bo here? Yeah, 1.355 peak, <laughs> 1.322 average. Hmm. You heard me? I did. So that's less than T.O. versus Loma. Was that? Well, we'll, we won't know if that's more than Bosos versus T.O. because that was on the zone. That was the zone. But to be fair, Devin has been on the zone, so we haven't been seeing his viewership numbers. So to do a million is not bad. Now, who's that on par with? Because I know Crawford does better than that on ESPN. Especially the real one. Let's see. I'm trying to see. So. Let me see. So uh, Shakur Valdez did slightly better. It peaked at 1.44 and it averaged 1.35. Oof. 
So what's that about a hundred thousand? Wait, a hundred thousand on the peak and the average. Oof. And it wasn't all the belts. Mexican though. Hmm. So just to give you comparison, Lopez. Wow. So yeah, Lopez Lomachenko. Average two point seven three. No, that I knew it. And yeah. That shit did like three point four or three point one total. Peak. Yeah. Oh. And then I'm trying to see. So Jeff Horn, Pacquiao did two point eight on ESPN. I mean, it shows it shows comparison with Shakur, right? Or you think not really because... Again, to me, that's... It's not good because they had more belts. They had more attention. It was undisputed. It was a foreign country. You had George that was a way better talker than Oscar. Yeah, but Oscar's Mexican, though. The, I hear you, man. A, uh, a large, I mean, you know, the... Look, at the end of the day, a million is good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A million is good, and they did a million three. Um, I just thought it would be a little bit more because of George. George is a seller, right? He was selling, and he was talking crazy. Have you seen anything regarding the Australian pay-per-view numbers? Uh, I, bro, fuck yeah. I seen the Georges. <laughs> Georges came off. Came off. They said Devin made like 2.8. George made over 10 with pay-per-views and everything. Cleared that. I seen. Bro, I, you can't fuck that up. I seen 10 plus. I know you going to call in and say, Ness, but Tyson and this guy and that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. With the wrong mentality, you could fuck up ten mil. With the right one, you should be able to. You should be able to be good. Like if even if he don't fight no more, he should be able to be good if he don't fuck up. He been posting back in the gym, but no, I think he's fighting. He hand over fist, bro. Look, Google it. Hand over fist. He made dough. Oh no, no, I know. I'm just saying. Cause you said if he don't fuck up, like if even you said even if he don't fight no yeah. more, he'll be good. I'm saying that I yeah, saw he's him, back in the gym. But um, yeah, I heard he was getting ten plus pay per view, Australian pay per view. Yep. Cut off that. So. Yep. And um, I heard bro, I heard Devin was a little bit more than that though. I seen two point eight. Well, how much you seen? I seen like three something. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I'm not arguing it because I know that he made three his last fight. Yeah. So, to but the whole thing is he took less, right? Even though I was told his less was still going to be a career still his high, career high. Yeah, so it, it probably was a little more than three, which was the rumor for the JoJo fight. Uh, let me get a screen share, and this is what we're talking about here about like have, like fighters like Morrell. Like Ryan, they 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 talk, they ask for that fight, but it's only to build up another fight. Like, look, he's literally at the Fortuna fight saying or a this. press conference. And then after, we're going to go after Tank. I'm going to go beat his ass, and I promise you that. Let's go! 
So here goes Devin, even though he's undisputed, wasting no time to say, this clown uses other fighters to sell his fight, then fights no one. Read between the lines. I've been read between the lines, but just happy that Devin also can see that. Um, You know, he's a golden boy. They're going to keep trying to milk the goose that lays the golden egg. (laughs) Even though you can't use the term milk in the goose, but they want them eggs, bruh. And let me tell you, he laid a stinker in that Emmanuel to go fight. I am in no rush to watch Fortuna, which is unfortunate. My man in DR hits me up and shit on WhatsApp, and he's like, yo, dime, loco, guapo ta, guapo ta en Fortuna, loco. I'm like, hell no. I don't care what you think you saw in a to go fight. Fortuna's never beaten Ryan. He's just not. Even though we don't think, you know, Ryan is, he just, it ain't going to be Fortuna. It ain't. Yeah. He had a tough-ass fight with Omar Douglas. JoJo put all type of hands on him. He jumped out the ring in in, in, in one of the fights with somebody. Like, we just got to just... It's over. It's over, you know? I, I, I wanted to believe in him, but it's the curse of the Dominican fighter, man. It's very hard to stay focused, bro. You know, and he ain't been in the ring in over a year. Like, how we expect Fortuna to give any sort of fight to motherfucking Ryan Garcia, bro? They they so selective with who they let get in the ring with Garcia. Read between those lines, man. My man don't get to fight nobody that can punch. No one. It's official, Ness. What is? July 30th, Showtime. Danny Garcia versus... Yeah, that's old. Jose Benavidez Jr. Yeah, there's, a, there's a flyer for that and everything. I mean, yeah, because they just officially announced it. That's why. Officially when? That shit was out. Yesterday, last night. It was night. out 14 hours ago. Yeah, last night. Shit is old news, 14 hours. Let me get a screen oh. share. He got tweets and shit. Bam! Oh, Official my, fight poster. My bad. I didn't see that that showed the entire card. Oh, it doesn't? Oh. Yours is better? I mean. what's on? Who's on the card? Co-main event, Adam Kalnaki. Uh-oh. He Bro. stood with them. Yeah. That means Al paid. Remember, they were talking that he had options to go to the zone. Al paid to keep him crazy after two back-to-back losses. Versus Ali Aaron Demarie Rezin. Oh, oh, oh. That's the, the, the now once-beaten Olympian. Mm. Yep. And then um, Gary Antoine Russell versus Rances Barthel. Oh! Yo, we broke that news. They be hating on us. We fucking told you about this Jose Benavides fight in January. Let's be real. We said that shit in January. No credit, no love. It's all good. Rancy's Bartholomew fucking... Uh, uh, we said that a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, like maybe three weeks ago. Shout out to Rancy's that gave us the motherfucking... Yo, what's the line on that? He's... Let me shut up before we fuck up the line. Yeah, you saw what happened with I saw what happened with Devin. I ain't going to make that mistake again. Let me see, champ. Let me see, champ. This is beautiful, though, guys. I know maybe some of you guys are like, oh, this guy's such a fucking egomaniac. But us being in Vegas is helping. No no lines yet. Mm. Us being in in Vegas is helping. The relationships, you know, the the, 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 the inside info, bro. People just tell you shit all day. I mean... We going to fucking make money. What day uh, does half? No. Mm. 
you seen you remember who we just seen spar and I said, yo, we betting the knockout. Oh yeah, yeah. What yeah, day yeah. is that? Just say the day. What day is that? June twenty fifth? June twenty yeah. fifth. Yeah. So let's be clear. I'm only down. Well, I got I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna always remember the hundred and twelve dollars we lost on herring and factor that in. Then obviously we had to reload because herring emptied out the kitty. So we put another two hundo in there. You know what I'm saying? And we did a lot of bets because of my man's over here. But one of my bets hit. So let me get a screen share. So my 200 did decrease slightly. You need a full screen. Uh, it did decrease slightly because I was able to win back. Obviously, because of uh, Danny, uh, I, I bet a lot more than what I wanted to bet. Um, but me. But my decision bet and Danny helping me boost that bet. FYI, he never gave me 50% of none of them bets I bet last week. Just saying. But... The boost bet that you told me, like, nah, you should add more on the decision, that helped kind of bring me back to 200. So technically, I'm down 14 plus 112. So that's the only thing that hit? Was that this? That's it. All right. So then. That's all that hit. What I owe you, like $7? $7? What? $6? What? If you got the 185 back, then we only lost, like, Fourteen dollars. Nah, you forgot about the other hundred dollar bet on seven through twelve. Oh damn! Yeah, so, so we like, down, we down two hundred and fifty. No, 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 no. It's fourteen plus twelve. It's two hundred and twenty six. Three hundred two two hundred and twenty six dollars. We down. Mm. We down. But we might make that back even with that one eighty five. Of course, I bet one twelve on Jamal Heron. And then I bet the 100 on 7 through 12. Yeah. And then I met all, all your other bets that none of them hit except my decision fucking bet. Tell me yours. Like, I ain't tell you. That was the only one I was going for. I was telling people Devin was plus 105. We had to jump on it. I shouldn't have fucking told y'all because by the time I bet, it was minus 110. I should have just did it alone. I helped everybody else make money and fucked up my own money. But the, the point is, I just want to say, we're down almost 230, but we're going to get it back. We're going to get it back. And, and, and yes, it, it still is gambling, even though we have inside info. Even though we've seen people sparring, it's still a gamble. And it's a big gamble. Because we don't know what the other person doing. Nah. Nah. Just her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just the style alone. Word. Just the style alone is going to be too much trouble. Too much. But find a line for that. Find a line for that. Before we say anything, I'm locking the bet in. I'm not even talking about that bet until I lock it in. And 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 I'm not doing Danny no more. I'm going back. Y'all know me. I'm going back to my two and my five dollar bets. Remember, if I would have did some of my five dollar shit, it would have worked. It would have worked. Actually, it wouldn't. But I would have lost less because I wanted to do five on ten, five on seven. You know what I'm saying? Homie made me bet like twenty on ten. 20 on 7. Why are you lying, bro? How much we bet? Not enough. Not enough? Of course we bet more than enough because he ain't knocked nobody out. Let me see if there's a line for that. For, oh, yeah. But 
No line just yet. That I, Rancy's fight versus Antoine is going to be interesting. Go for it, CYP. Yo, yo, yo. I was thinking about this right in the um, MMA. When they call somebody undisputed, nobody ever questions it. The reason why is because you have to work your way up the rankings to top two or three before you get a title shot. That's why you always see fighters after a certain fight. They end up chapter, hey, Dana, I'm ready. I'm, I'm up in the rankings. It's my turn. Give me my shot. Dana looks at him, shakes his head. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Can't do shit about it because dude worked his way up. So when he does win, nobody says he's not undisputed. Now, I look at the definition of undisputed. It says no doubt, no question. So boxing needs to either change the term of that shit or start having the undisputed champions fight the number two or number three guys on a regular basis because then ain't no dispute because I'm it's, it's fucked up how a dude can be undisputed and then get all this backlash for being undisputed in boxing but doesn't happen in MMA. I'm going to tell you how easy it is to undispute something. How many of y'all on this panel think that Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time? Said I, I do. I do, but I'm from a different era. See, I, I, I do as well. But people would dispute that it's LeBron James. So he is the greatest by by vote, but not the greatest by undisputed. I don't even know. I ain't watching of LeBron, man. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's not my era. Like, you know, we used to play jo- as Jordan in, like, not even 2K. 2K is for y'all. Like, I think we had, oh, my God, don't help me. What is the name of the name of what? NBA lot nah, that's still too young. That's like PlayStation days, man. NBA Jam, NBA Jam would I'm be. I'm talking about like Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Jordan versus Bird. There you go, Jordan versus Bird. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, again, did could LeBron jump as high as Jordan? Because Jordan was a hopping ass motherfucker. Yeah, I mean they got different. Like I feel like Kobe, because Kobe's a true shooting guard, so feel like Kobe was more on that level. Like LeBron's bigger. LeBron's more of a small slash power four. Yeah, he a four. So he was more in the paint. Right. Mm. But he do. See, I mean, Jordan was Jordan be in the paint, but he hit you with a, you know what I'm saying, a little spin move back. Yeah. Hey, shot leg all on your chest and shit. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, the, the, ar- the argument is that Jordan 6-0 in the finals and the championships that LeBron, he less than 50%. I want to say he's what? Yeah, but I mean, a and lot of that. See, see, see. He three and four, I think. In the that, that goes to what Yulika's father was saying that, like, Yuli didn't like team sports. I was like that. Like, LeBron can't help that he didn't have a Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, Steve Kerr on a team with him. He probably would have had a six fucking. Dennis Rodman. You know what I'm saying? He had Dennis Rodman. He had, well, nobody was getting run. boards like, like Dennis. You know what I'm saying? Only other dude was Horace Grant. Charles Barkley, them dudes was in the paint like that, like, and obviously bro, Shaq. Bro, Dennis Rodman would put up games like no points, 21 rebounds, five assists. I'm like, what the fuck? He was a hustler. Word. Hustler, man. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, he he has games with like no points on like 20 plus rebounds. Yeah. Yo, sure. how old were you when Larry Johnson was in, in the NBA? <sighs> bro, you talking before my time, I feel so like. So you never seen Larry play? Larry who? Johnson? Not Bird, baby. Johnson, man. Nah. Grandmama? Larry Johnson. Black dude had the motherfucking um, endorsement with Converse. He made Converse hot. He made Converse urban. 
Converse was for white dudes skateboarding. Let's be real. Yeah, he was in the Hall of Fame in 08. Oh, he made it to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it says he was inducted Bruh. into the Southern, oh, Southern Nevada Sports. Bro, he, yeah. was, he was Medea before Medea. Holy shit. Bro, he... I forgot. I didn't even know that. He was Medea before Medea. Okay. You never seen that? I think he was a cross-dresser? was 2000. Huh? He was a cross-dresser? No, he used to come into the ring wearing an old Medea outfit. Like a grandma... That's his name, Grandmama. Like, he was... I don't know why. We should Google it. Why did they call him that? I never even thought to wonder why. Yeah, bro. He stopped playing in 01. I was four. Yeah. <laughs> you a little baby. Yeah, we were. We were like four years old. Were you even like putting together four. words yet? Man, I was probably fucking... I don't know, bro. I was a badass kid. What? I got kicked out of fucking... So you was like... I got kicked out of third, the second grade and my freshman year of high school. So from the little crib, he was like... <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, Google why grandma why they call him Grandma Ma though. That's so weird. Ness, I feel so bad because like it's like all the sports you know are so outdated. He's about to be like, yo, Tom Brady with the Patriots, right? I'm like, no, he's um, not even <laughs> I, 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 you know, I wasn't if you really want to hear when I would pay attention, and, and by pay attention, I don't mean look at it. I mean I either just finished fist fighting with my brother and losing. Uh, and now I'm forced to see that the Dolphins are playing because I couldn't beat him. Or a fist fight with my brother in laws and I'm forced to see the Yankees are playing. So it was a motherfucker in my household, boy. Uh, he was a sports fan. And, 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 and um, Yo, I think brother. I was, yeah, I think I was forced in the combat sports because of that. He just on some older brother took over the TV shit. And I couldn't, I wasn't going for that, but I just kept losing. He was just always too big for me. But it's funny because my brothers, as much as I tried, they could give two fucks about sports. So you always had the TV? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would think from how much sports they would watch, because I, uh, I always had it on the TV. I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, you know, they're going to get into it. Now nah, my brother got accepted in the fancy high schools and colleges for ba- uh, for baseball, you know what I mean? I told you he was the perfect son, so he had the, he had everything. He had everything on Smash over there, so that 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 that, that got me tight. <laughs> Yo, how you tight. how you gonna how you gonna hate on your brother for doing the right thing? I ain't hating on him. I'm just saying, you know, when you got when you got someone doing everything right, then it it, it kind of puts the spotlight on you. Like, yo, what's up with you though? <laughs> Nah, it's like what's good with you though and they're like yo let me develop okay it's gonna take some time yeah I'm trying to find out let me get what, to some callers here who what, we got on blog talk looking like uh, is this Harlem let me see in the 646 uh oh new number love new phone numbers oh no no Actually, it is not a new number. It's Stephen in Connecticut. What is up? The fan in the building. What's up? What up? What up? I just want to ask you guys a question. Good day, first and foremost. Appreciate appreciate you giving us the time and and keeping the boxing game you no know, relevant. But um, when it comes to Ryan Garcia and Tank. Do you guys believe that Garcia deserves to get a 50% share if there was a fight to be made? Garcia deserves it. 
Uh, I, I guess based on ticket sales, yeah, man. And based off the fact that he was to a, able to renegotiate his the zone contract, you just got to assume that it's true, that everything that we hear is true. If he if it wasn't, they would have been cut his ass. But they not. They keep, yeah, they, they keep giving him everything he wants. His live gate numbers are good, but what? But he but he doesn't have a pay per view blueprint. Though. Yeah, but he don't got a pay per view blueprint. But that's what I'm saying. Remember that he renegotiated with the zone because he was able to prove that he brings in subscribers. Okay, granted, granted that. But you think stepping into the plate with a, in a tank fight when Tank needs him less than he needs Tank, where he would be to get fifty percent out of the deal? I don't see it happening. I mean, um, I hear you. I hear you, champ. I hear you. But uh, I'll just say this on outro. Based off numbers, who else he going to make that much money with? You know what I'm saying? I want Devin to be the biggest fight, but maybe, 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 maybe Ryan does sell more tickets. Maybe he does bring more people uh, to the pay-per-view buys. If he's, again, I'm only going off the fact that he was able to renegotiate that zone contract like two times, and one of those times we he did that verbally with us on Twitter. He's he's very open about his business, so I don't know. Um, and 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 they're heavily invested in him, heavily invested in him for a reason. The zone, look, all the fighters they got, they run in that Ryan Garcia Gatorade commercial. As as big as Canelo is. They push Ryan because he's younger. He's the youth. They want new subscribers. They already got us. And he into like the whole YouTube and, you know, yeah. TikTok and, you know, that whole world and shit. But I found out why. Which is, which that world is what's moving now. You dinosaurs need to understand that. Like today, right? You might have heard me during this show like, oh, wow, finally. What I was saying finally is a, someone that I've been trying to align myself with. Finally sent me an email like, yo, we want to partner up. Then I get into the email and it's it's no money at all. You know what I'm saying? They just want to partner up. That being said, they ask for Instagram and TikTok numbers. So you dudes that think that this isn't important, you're like living in a fucking bubble and not understanding that you're following is a direct correlation with dollars. It's just that simple. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you think Ryan's following isn't going to buy or not, other people will believe in those numbers and take the chance on those numbers converting. He's got six, seven million people. You get 10% of that to buy the fucking pay-per-view, you're doing well. Yeah, if you get 5% of those to buy the pay-per-view, you're doing great. So... That's all they that's how they look at it, man. Whether you guys understand it, like it or not. And uh I think that's okay. You know, if you've been able to build up an audience, go ahead and get your money, man. You know, go ahead and demand more money. Go ahead and demand a split of the pay-per-view, a split of the ticket sales, a split of the concession. Go ahead and be Floyd Mayweather. Will in Jersey, what is up? 609. Yo, yo, what's good, man? Um, hey, I, I just want to say, man, yo, we got to stop ignoring and glossing over the fact that George Cambosos, and I'm saying it, 
he wasn't supposed to be in the same ring with Haney, man. Like, these boxers, they getting lucky. Like, for instance, Andy Ruiz. He was a bum. He he just, you know what I mean, happened to be Anthony Joshua, had a good night. You know what I mean? Uh, Anthony Joshua was out of his element, and, and, and he won. You know what I mean? And, bro, that's, that fight only did the numbers because they was in Australia. That fight sucked so bad on paper that ESPN, they showed it on regular ESPN, not ESPN+. Plus. I ain't pay for that fight. I seen that on 24. It was, on, it was on both. The channel in Jersey. It was on both, player. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. But I'm just saying, that fight sucked. But but Tio Tio Loma Tio Loma was on ESPN as well. So did that fight suck? Is that why they chose not to put it on Plus? But they did as well. Just saying, FYI, everything that's on free ESPN is also on Plus. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying I'm I'm saying that to say George Campbell. Everybody's giving slack to Haney, but. Everybody's not mentioning how Cambosos ain't show up. Cambosos robbed us. He robbed the boxing community for that payday, man. We probably never see Cambosos again. Mm. I don't know. I think that that story um, and and, and his villain role that he plays up to, uh, he'll get another opportunity. I forget what I was watching, and someone said Cambosos and Roley are still players, and I agree. Uh let me get a screen share. Yeah, so look, bro. It's funny. I told uh, Bo yesterday. I was like, yo, did you know that Mungia fights this weekend? He's like, who's he fighting? I'm like, that guy Kelly. Bro, is this Pro Box promotion from Florida? They probably got Kelly. Wow. Let me uh let me look at Bet online as well. Wow. Zanfor boxing, that's uh for Mongia. The zone. Um, yo, I don't know what Oscar De La Hoya has over the CEOs at the zone. The fact that he continues to get money with shit fights, like they cut him a check for Michael Mickinson versus Virgil Ortiz. They cut him a check for Jaime versus Big Meech. Now they cutting him a check for Jaime versus Kelly, who looks exactly like Dennis Hoagland. So it's like, what are we really getting with this guy? Ryan's getting checks cut to do fights with Togo. And Fortuna, at this level, when everyone else, Tank, Devin, JoJo, Anybody at 35, even fucking Isaac Cruz and Roley have definitely been in with better competition than Ryan at this point. It's insane that these networks, not these, this idiotic network, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But there is a huge problem at the top of this boxing department. This man should not have this many approved fights. Take this down so I could Google his name and show you how many DAZN is giving this motherfucker and what I consider free fights. These are free fights. They straight developing this motherfucker live on the zone on our dollar. I'm paying for this dude's development. This is not fair. He's been on the zone since Gary O'Sullivan. Not even. Hogan was on the zone too, right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God, this dude has over 10 fights on the zone. Don't tell me a new way. Don't tell me Takaishi a new way was on the zone. Don't do that. A new way? Nah. Maybe HBO. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. 2019 don't sound like HBO player. Yeah. Liam Smith wasn't that the zone? No, that was HBO. You sure? That was the first fight I ever covered in my life. Okay, Brandon Cook, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. I never heard of that dude. Who this dude be fighting, man? What day was that? How in the mother... Listen to this. Listen to this backward-ass logic. I beat Saddam Ali for a title, beat former titleist Liam Smith. Nah, I'm going to go ahead and fight Brandon Cook. Then after that, I'm going to fight Takashi Inoue. Then after that, I'm going to look very bad versus Hogan where people thought I lost. I have no clue who Patrick Otoli is. He fought Gary O'Sullivan. Again, no credit. He fought Terry Arnold Johnson in 2020. Curtis Stevens probably fought him 10 years ago. Then he fought GGG Leftovers Sedimenta. He fought Rosado in 2021. Again, Jamel, undisputed Charlo, probably fought Rosado 20 years ago. He fights Big Meech, and then he fights Kelly. How are they paying for this shit? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fights on the zone. Out of those ten, one, two, three, three, four. No, you said Liam was HBO. So three, three, slightly. Dangerous opponents in Rosado, Terriano Johnson, and Gary Spike O'Sullivan. Which I'm not saying nothing. People are probably listening to me like, dangerous? O'Sullivan? Dangerous? Terriano Johnson? They're like, they got to take the training wheels off these dudes, man. Golden Boy, I'm telling you, they got pictures of somebody in the zone, bro. How are they getting main events for this guy? And don't make me go to Virgil's or Virgil on the same track. He's doing the same bullshit. Only name he got on there, what? Cavalaskis? Hooker? He's doing better. Let me let me stop. Let me shut up. Retract that. He's doing way better than, than Ryan and uh Mongia, but they still slowing him down. Remember, he was number one two years ago, supposed to fight Crawford, and Crawford was still on top rank. Like, it's insane. The zone needs to stop. I don't know. They need like a fucking bookkeeper. Are they not seeing all the money that is, uh, you know, leaving the account? If the zone would like money, you know, uh, better spent, give us a call. Bro, they need someone to help them. Yo, who we got? Who we got? None of this makes sense. We have Suleiman the Scholar. Let's go to him. He's got to accept over there on Block Talk. Mm. I mean, on. Hello, hello. Hello. We hear you. Yeah, how you doing? Um, so, yeah, so, Ness, so, uh, this, uh, this people, um, this people, this, this guy, um, and you were just talking about now, Mongiga. I think Mongiga wants a big name fight. That's why they just building him. You know what I'm saying? They're building him for a big name fight, a big opportunity fight. And he didn't want to fight Demetrius Andrade. That's why. That's why that fight. That fight didn't, didn't take place. So how long are they gonna build him for? <laughs> they're looking for an opening. Man. He they're got ten for- fights. 
He got 10 fights on the zone and he had he two fights on HBO versus Liam and fucking uh Jesse. Yeah, Bro, he blatantly he blatantly ducked John Beck like come on man. He was a No, not only John Beck but Dervianchenko. He didn't take the Dervianchenko eliminator and obviously Dervianchenko went on to fight Adamas and he didn't take the, the winner in Adamas. Please man, Jaime Munguia, Jaime Munguia and all his fans are going to say that he's not a duck but you know you're the you're the fighter. You know you're the fighter. You know Tank. He was Tank put his foot down. Tank put his foot down, and I bet you his fights are going to be different now. That's the only reason him and Mayweather are still in business. He wants real fights, not bullshit. He was a substitute for Saddam um, for the Saddam Ali fight because uh, Beyonce was hurt. That's how he got that title. Exactly. exactly. So how you become a champion and then... And you still need development. Either you a champion, you're ready to be a world champ, or you're not. And he's obviously not. That's why he never been a champ again. He had opportunities to be a champ again, or at least fight for a title again, and he don't want that. They don't want that. And I get it. He got with Eric Morales like four fights ago. They still developing. He's still working on shit. Fuck, fuck it, man. Let him, let him be, you know, a, 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 a bottom feeder beater. Go to Danny. Anything else, Suleiman? Nah, that's about it. I've listened to your show, Puriko show, and then um the pound for pound um Ness was mostly right about that in that show. I mean, he was hundred percent right. You got you know about the paper champion stuff. Everything was cool with, with that show. That was a beautiful show, and um I think you guys should just um. Do a little more research, and and when this was hundred percent right when it was came, when it came to that show, I listened to that show two times. That, that show was. Bro, you just called you just called in saying that they're still developing Mungia. I don't take nothing you say serious. So you saying yeah, Ness was right? You more. saying Ness was right? Don't mean shit, man. Ness wasn't right about nothing yesterday. Ninety nine percent of the world agreed. So you know, ninety nine percent of the world agree what about that. Just like 99% of the world agrees that Mungia been fighting fucking tomato can after fucking tomato can, but yeah, you think that they're developing him? You think you think that they're developing him? Come on, bro. You you know, talking about we got to do some research. Research on who? Man. Well, research on who? On the paper champion thing, because like okay, tell like, me what 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 did we have wrong on the paper? No, he said he said you was right on everything you were saying yesterday, and I said he yeah, was. your coaster yeah, because you get a vacant belt. Look at where Wilfredo Gomez vacated the belt right at uh-huh. one point two. I think defending he moved up. They gave it to another guy. His name was the Rayo, right? He uh-huh. did, he made two belt uh, defenses. He was still considered a paper champ, and then he got knocked out by one of the one of uh, one of the guys that he knocked out, and that guy lost the belt. So. So this is how has a um he he's saying the truth. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. All right, who's next? We got why so serious. All right. Yo, yo. Uh, what up, my man? All right. So first, let me say, uh, as always, thanks for a great show. Ness, to answer your question, Larry Johnson was Grandma Maul. He was essentially like the bully on the basketball court. He would go to basketball courts and bully the bullies uh, who would take advantage of lesser skilled kids. So he'd dress up as an old lady and go to the courts and play basketball. And that's kind of where he got the name Grandma Maul. But uh, the backstory, see, he knows who he was. He, he wanted the backstory on how he got the nickname. And it was, mm-hmm. and I looked into it, and there's actually like articles on it. 
it was uh, because of his Converse deal. And so my, mm. my man takes the money, buys a house, and they told him that he was going to uh, have to be in a gurney for the commercial. So then when they found out that he had already bought the house before they even shot the commercial, they're like, fuck it, we're going to dress you as a woman. He's like, nah. They're like, cool, give us the money. He's like, I had already bought the house. I didn't have the million dollars, so I I dressed up as a woman. And he's like, I, did, I bought the house for my mom, so that's where the name came, Grandmama. Okay. Yeah. I never knew yeah. that. I just seen him doing that's what I'm saying. He was so big, he put Converse in the hood. So like he did. I was he like, did. what the hell? Who's this? And he became my Converse favorite basketball player. Converse was originally the NBA shoe. It just True, true Tuck Teller, right? Ain't he a basketball player? Uh I don't know. I can't speak on that, but they were the original NBA shoe and then it kind of changed. But uh just a little fun fact. And and for y'all who don't like Ness, if y'all want his ass whooped, just call his big bro, because he still whooped that ass. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny that uh, my man CYP called in and said that David shouldn't be going after all the smoke when he himself goes after all the smoke when it comes to TBV. Now, I know one is boxing versus debating, but I just found that funny because he don't let nothing go by him. And he's telling another man to calm down. It's not that serious. I just found that funny. Uh, and and um, for me, right, David Morrell, I do agree he's young and he shouldn't be fighting David Benavidez. But the fact that he's a regular champion says that he's now at that level to where he either needs to be fighting champions, ex-champions or number one contender. So if they didn't think he was ready, they shouldn't have let him get that belt. And I think that'd be the problem with moving these fighters like Shushu said. Y'all be moved. They want to move these fighters, get them these titles, try to have them selling so fast that they're not understanding that once you hit a certain threshold, that's your new line of demarcation. So you can't venture outside of that threshold or consider it a step back. So when you look at the top guys in the division, who can he fight other than a David? or can, And he's not going to get a Canelo. He's going to fight Caleb Plant. He's going to fight Billy Joe Sanders, Daniel Jacobs. So I'm just saying, man, like, I think he can fight those dudes, but he put him in a self position to fight either a champ or the guy right in line to be a champ. So, I mean, I think he got to get his ass in the ring with David. Don't protect him, Ness. He put himself out there. He got to fight. And that's my call. All right, bro. Appreciate it. Oh, Devin just DM'd and nobody DM'd him. He said, I'm coming on the show. I said I would after the fight. Look at my smile. <laughs> Look at Danny's smile trying to hide it. <laughs> nah, I ain't hiding shit. <laughs> you texting him already? Yeah. All right, because I don't want double message. Who next? Damn, we about to have an undisputed chant. Am I going to bust a tear right now? I feel like my eyelid is getting heavy and shit with water inside him. What the fuck? Uh, Big got- Fish Vega. Uh, sorry about the silence. Let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later. Mm-hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Welterweight Division. WBC and IBF Welterweight Champion of the World. At the end of the day, I'm a way better fighter than Chance Proper. TheBoxingBoys.com. Being Chance Proper on this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street. Then we come and have the proper. 640 or 730, wherever we get. Say something else. Say something else. Big fish. Vega. Big Fish Mafia. It ain't a movement. It's a lifestyle. SDS promotion. Hey, 
good morning. Can you hear me? Loud yeah. and clear. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, shout out to BH the Great. Uh, congrats on Devin confirming he's going to come in the studio. I know it's going to be the first time, and what a time with him being undisputed. Uh, with this uh, Tank versus Ryan talk. I mean, we've heard it all before. I think Tank is definitely up for it, but Ryan is with Golden Boy. You guys referenced Mungia, if you recall. Before he signed with Golden Boy, uh, he was trying to f uh, fill in for Triple uh, trying to get in the Triple G fight, filling in for Canelo. And he got that Sa Saddam Ali fight as well. And after that fight, he signed with Golden Boy. And you read the list of names. So Golden Boy definitely... Uh, like you said, they are robbing the zone, it feels like. We're not getting the great matchups that are possible. Uh, hopefully, they can get this matchup uh, on paper and get it in and, and have it be a big fight because it is. Uh, but you did mention that you think Ryan does numbers, but he's never touched Tank numbers. I mean, Tank did 4.5 mil gate with, uh, what's his name, Barrios. They say he did, he broke five. And when he was in the Alamo Dome during COVID, he did 1.6. So uh, I don't think it should be a 50-50 split. Uh, with this Morel talk, uh, Morel, yeah, not that many fights, but he does have the regular belt, like uh, Jonathan Simmons says. Uh, you know, Ronnie Shields can say what he feels, but uh, we say we want these fighters to try to get greatness, and that's what David Morel is going for. And I got him beat, beating David Benavides. Uh, all right, that's my call, man. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to Devin being up this early. Championship. Yo, mindset. shout out to Devin, man. Um... He said he gonna be gone for a couple weeks, starting tomorrow. So he coming in. The he day. said, "Let's do it today." So we going. We yeah, we gotta get that. We gotta get that. Cause approved. we got stuff today. Oh shit! We gotta get that approved. We gonna get it. Um. Yes. Who, Who we got next? King 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 oh, we got our first guest. Let's do it. Rock and roll. Lucas. Weedy, we, we, no, we are a Bicky? Yeah, you can say it this way. No, 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 no. you gotta, you gotta tell, tell us how, how to say it. Yubisky. Hey, yeah. Good morning, good morning. Yubisky? Wibisky. Try one more time. Start with V? Oh. Vierzbitsky. Oh, Vierbisky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Headphones, and uh, you can grab this and just extend it if you want to be a little further away from the table. I think I just seen you at Top Rank. No, you was at Top Rank Monday? Uh, that was uh, that was Friday. That's Today Friday, is what? Not this Monday? No, 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 no. That was uh, last Friday. I sparred uh, uh, Dinar. Uh, yeah, Lunos enough. Oh, that yeah. was Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you look, you had more hair. When I seen you, obviously you took the headgear off after sweating and looked you like you... I don't know. You look different today. Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Even in the better? ring. <laughs> even in the ring, you look whiter. You look like you got a tan. You've been running out here? Uh, Yeah, and it's hot, you know? So yeah. you just kind of like... Were you running melting. yesterday? Because yesterday melting. was insane. Yeah, it was... about like 106. Uh, yeah, yeah. So for Poland, like, you never get these, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's always uh, cold. Uh, well, it's not always cold, but summer, it gets to like 95 or something, right? Okay. And then you come here and it's like like 115 or something 110 then uh yeah it's uh you're you're, you're like you're just melting right mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh when did you start boxing i was like uh 16 when i started and i started off uh, kickboxing okay so i was a national champion a few times uh was a european champion 
And then when I was uh, 20, 22, I moved to Canada and I just, I turned pro. Like, Was it easy to get into Canada? Uh, no, it wasn't easy, actually. Um, I had to go through like a lot of uh, stuff uh, like with uh, um, immigration. Mm -hmm. right? Did you need so, someone in Canada to kind of, uh, what is it called? You know, for us Latinos, we got to, someone has to either sponsor you or. They, um, yeah, yeah. They have to, uh, you have to have a job offer. Mm. If you come to Canada, right, then they will let Do you they consider boxing a job? No. <laughs> so I started off just like working like um, I was a roofer for a bit. Then I was a safety um, safety officer, um, and I was boxing part time. So I had my first uh, eleven. You have amazing English. Did you learn in Canada, or was this back in Poland? Um, I finished university and I took languages at university. Um, so I have a um, a bachelor's at oh, wow. at, at languages. Uh, but it took like my my bachelor took me seven years. And it's supposed to be three, right? <laughs> and that uh, was because, because of the English. All of the, you know, all of the breaks I had to take because of boxing. All of my like fights and traveling and stuff, right? Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a journey. <laughs> so yeah. how far did you make it as an amateur? What's your amateur record? I didn't have an amateur fight, and boxing, just kickboxing. Okay. So I, when I went, that's like Tyrone Spun. Right? Yeah, Tyrone Yeah, Spon. he started off kickboxing. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? yeah, and so, Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller, yeah, Jerome Miller. He didn't have amateur fights. Either. I think he did have amateur boxing fights, but he started off kickboxing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just uh, I kind of did the same thing, you know. And it was kind of late for me when I started boxing because I was like 22. So I, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, hey, like, if I want to like stay amateur for the next three, four years, I'm gonna be like 26 when I when I turn pro, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's uh that's interesting. So what made you choose boxing? Why boxing do you think? I always went to uh to spar boxers when I wasn't like kickboxing. Yeah. So I still like spar boxers, right? Just to get ready for the fights. And I was always doing good against them, right? And then whenever I kickboxed, I basically won my fights just by my like boxing skills right so then i went to canada and i went to like just like a gym that i found online right <laughs> and i sparred uh i sparred some dude there um he was already a pro so did you wait did you find the gym online before you got there before like, i before i went to canada okay I so went you, online to the city i was going to i just looked up some, some what gyms. city did you end up in calgary Calgary. Oh, Calgary. Oh, okay. my God. That's so far out. I have a friend in Calgary. Yeah. And there's a lot of snow in Calgary. Oh, it was cold. So I went from, like, extreme Wait, cold so did you end up heat. boxing? <laughs> did you end up boxing in Olympias? Mm, no. No? No. no? That's probably one of the big... Well, What's maybe, the, maybe what, I'm making it bigger than it is, maybe. What was the name of the gym? Uh, I boxed at Beaumont Boxing Club. Okay. It was called the Beaumont. Yeah. Yeah. Beaumont Boxing Club, okay. Yeah. So, talk to us about obviously the time in Canada, and I mean that is where you got your career started. Yeah. Um, and then the transition here. So I had my first, <clears throat> sorry, I had my uh, first eleven fights in Poland, um, and then after my eleventh fight, I went to watch a boxing show in uh, in Brooklyn, in New York, and it was a Polish guy fighting uh, Steve Cunningham. Um, Krzysztof Głowacki. Okay. He, he beat uh, um, Hook. 
for the uh, world championship, uh, light heavyweight. Light. Marco Hook? Marco Hook. Oh, Marco yeah, Hook. Who, who, who beat him? Uh, Krzysztof Gowaski. Gowaski from yeah. Poland? Yeah. The yeah. cruiserweight? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. So uh, I went to watch his fight. and uh, At the Prudential Center here in America? No, that was in Brooklyn. Um, oh. Barclays Center. Okay. And I met uh, a manager from uh, from Poland there and we just talked a little bit and he's like hey like if you want to fight in poland like i'm like i'll i'll, I'll sign you right so yeah that's how it started and i kind of wanted to you know to move on with uh with my career and you know this guy had a deal with the television and stuff so i was like okay well let's do it so yeah i just moved back to poland and i started in poland for like next four four years or five years i don't remember so yeah and now um, I'm here. <laughs> amazing. So what brings you to Las Vegas in America? Because, um, you know, obviously you're in Canada. Quebec and Montreal's pretty big for boxing. Yeah. Why come to Vegas in America? I came specific- specifically for uh, for the coach, um, Eric Belanger. Split, okay, with Split T. Split T Boxing Club. Okay. okay. Yeah. Isn't that Castillo Clayton's trainer? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So uh, I met him in Canada. Mm. Because I went there for training camp, and we were supposed to work together, but that was just before COVID happened, right? So when the COVID started, like I had to move back to Poland because I was still under um, under the contract, so it would be impossible for me to go back and forth for fights, right? So I went to Canada first um, for training camp with with Eric, and um, it was good, everything was good, but then uh, like the COVID started, so I had to move back to to Poland. To be able to fight, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I had to like just stay in Poland for like next two years until all the COVID thing like is is lifted, right? Okay. But now I can travel back and forth, so so yeah, it's gonna be easier. So yeah, I just came like specifically for for Eric and to to train with Eric, right? Okay. Yeah. So and uh, know, when did you get here? So Sorry. hold on, was the gym that you got was that Eric's gym? Because I know he started. So the pandemic brought him from Canada to Vegas. So was it his gym that you were training at in Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was his gym. And then, um, yeah, like the COVID started. So I was supposed to fight in uh, in March in in Poland. That was like 2019 or something or 2020. And then. Like all of these COVID things, like started to to spread, right? Mm-hmm. So my manager called me and he's like, "Hey, like the fight is off. You can you you might as well just just go home because like we don't know what's gonna happen with the flights and stuff, right?" So I actually caught the last flight possible to go back to Poland, right? And mm-hmm. I didn't have a ticket. I didn't have nothing, right? To uh, to go back because from here, from from Canada, because mm-hmm. my ticket was scheduled like right before the fight. But since the fight got canceled, right, I was like, shit, like, I got to go back. You right? got to go back. So how'd you end up getting a ticket to make it back? Well, I just packed all of my stuff, right? Just showed up at the airport. I and bought went, it. On I a... just went to the ticket office and mm-hmm. I just like, hey, like, um, like, I, I'm here. Like, I've been training and I have to, like, go back home, like, somehow, right? Okay. So this lady at the ticket office, she's like, you know what? Your, your flight is with uh, Air Canada, but there is another flight with the Polish Airlines a lot. That's going back to Poland, and it's actually like the last flight possible. And if you if you don't catch this flight, then 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 you're just gonna be stuck here. Mm. So Air Canada and this Polish Airlines, they have some kind of a deal, 
in these cases, mm-hmm. like you don't have to pay for anything for like wow, for flight, right? So, so they just put me on a like on the plane and, on, I, and I sent back. you back. Oh, so they just oh they, they just did like a ticket transfer? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, something oh. like that. Oh, okay, yeah. wow, that's yeah. uh, that's good, so, definitely. <laughs> so obviously, a big difference from the cold now here. You're in Vegas. The Eric has a gym here and everything. So. Talk to us about how that's been. Obviously, just got done sparring the IBO welterweight champ. A lot of quality work and sparring out here. How has that been? Well, the biggest difference between Poland and uh, and here is sparring, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of quality sparring. Good quality sparring, right? Because um, back home, if you want to spar like a, like a good guy, good dude, like you have to travel for like six hours mm. to get to his gym, right? One way. Yeah, yeah. And Especially you in Calgary. Forget about it. You, th- yeah. How long did you stay in Calgary? Did you ever decide to leave and, and go maybe to Montreal, Quebec or something closer? Well, I've been to Calgary like most of the time. I never like tried to. So it was definitely difficult to get sparring in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they didn't have as many fighters as here, right? Because mm-hmm. here like you you can call any gym and it's like, hey, like I need a welterweight. And they're like, okay, I got four. You know, right? So you sparring today? You going to top rank today or no? Um, actually, I'm I'm flying home for a couple of weeks. What? Uh, just for a couple of weeks, you know, just because I, I don't have a date yet. Okay, like a fight. So you going to see the family? Uh, just to see the family, and uh, I'll be back uh before the training, uh, like like before the training camp starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're thinking that I'm gonna fight at the end of August. So this couple of weeks, you know, just I'm just gonna spend with my family a little bit, and then I'm coming back, uh, in the next two weeks. So okay, so yeah. So you said you're hoping in August? End of August. End of um, August. So you're with David McWaters as well? Split team management or are you just training out the gym? I just train at the gym. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What did you think of your work with the uh, IBO champion, Daniel Yelenusinov? I was really good. That was a very good uh, good work. Uh, Is that the most experienced fighter you've been in with, both amateur and pro experience, or you think you've been in there with more experienced world champions? I sparred Keith Thurman before oh. too. Um, in before, Florida, yeah, that was before his fight with uh, Manny Pacquiao. Oh, he brought you in. Yeah, because they needed a left-handed sparring partner, right? And, oh, your softball. Yeah, yeah. And I was in Florida at that time, hmm. um, so they just brought me in for sparring. So I stayed there for like three weeks sparring Thurman. Um, what can they say? They both very skilled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I think. I think. You probably had a better time with Thurman. He's a little more reserved with his punches. I think yeah, Lunusov throws a lot of punches, right? He's high activity, no? Uh, I didn't find him like high activity. No, but um, what I found is like his his timing is really like he he has a really good timing, right? So he don't waste punches, right? He knows when to throw and how to throw, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with Keith Thurman, like what was different, like. I think it was it was actually opposite. Like he was the one like throwing more than. Uh, um, really. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's my style that would just like made uh, pressure. Yeah. So had forced him to f- to, to fight. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of timing. I'm gonna have to look at him today. That man spars every day, so I'm gonna have to see is it the time. I thought he just lets his hands go. Like for me, like I said, um, it's the timing that was actually like, oh shit, like yeah, he knows exactly like when to throw the punch, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was quite impressive. Good experience for you, oh, you yeah. would say? Yeah, 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 of course. So you know, I think that's 
that's the way if you want to like level up like if you want to go up then then you have to like surround yourself with these top level dudes right oh yeah you have to like go into sparring and it also like helps you mentally right because back home like i said um you want to spar a good fighter like you have to travel and stuff and but this guy is not the type of guy that uh that that, that, you, that you guys have a top rank or something mm-hmm. right so if you spar all of these top level dudes and you can go against them like toe to toe you're like hey like i can go with pretty much anybody right so that gives you that the confidence and you know then you go into a fight with you know the guy that you know like 14 and and 3 or something like hey like i, I just sport an olympic gold medalist i can go against pretty much anybody into absolutely it, yeah. it it gives you the confidence gives you the confidence yep. um would you say that being here has shown you you need to work on stamina or that your stamina was on par with the elite level fighters you were sparring? Uh, my stamina was good, but what it showed me is... um. Now, don't think any of these questions are based off anything yeah. I've seen. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just simply asking because obviously you've already made it clear that in Canada and in Poland, you don't get the level of work you get here. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we were talking about this kid that you've probably seen at top rank. He comes with Javier Caput. I mean... Jorge Caputillo, he kind of looks like Canelo with the clear skin and um, blue eyes or whatever. He's from Mexico, and he, I've, you can tell that he hasn't been getting that top rank type of work, you know, that yeah. he needs to build uh, a little bit more. So just, just asking if the stamina was on par for these elite level American fighters or American television fighters. Yeah, I'm um, the stamina. What I think is just being, like, being calm in this type of, like, sparring. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, when you go against the world champion or against, uh, like, Olympic gold medalist, like, you kind of, like, oh, shit, like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Right? And that, that can take away a lot of... Cause anxiety. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, like I said, if you get this work in here and you get comfortable with it, you just, you know, like... If if also like if if your stamina is on point, <laughs> right? Um, then I think you should be like you should be alright. What do you do to build stamina? What do Have you, you recommend? Do uh, you think it's more sparring or more running, or it has to be a combination of both? I would say it's a combination of both. But um, like for me, like to increase my stamina, I I do the airdyne. That's a killer. Like the what? The, like like the air bike. Oh, air bikes. Yeah, and then like... Uh, the one with the fan? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You think that builds stamina? Oh, that's a killer, man. Really? Because you work like all of your muscles, right? All of the parts of your body are working, like hands, legs, and like everything, right? So, and but then... But you're sitting. Yeah. Is that the... No, it's the fan bike. But the fan in the front, right? Like yeah, the yeah, front yeah, is yeah. not a tire, it's a fan, and you go like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mostly do. Yeah. And I go in uh, like um, intervals, right? So let's say I fight a three-minute round, so I go for three minutes. I try to keep like the RPMs up as like as high as I as I can. So you just go like a, a fight time, right? You go like ten-round fight. You're gonna do like twelve of these, right? But you have to keep the keep the RPMs at at some level, right? Mm. So so you don't just go like as as fast as you can. Like I, I mean, like. Like, like you, you have to keep keep the RPMs. Yeah, at, at, yeah. At the level. Keep a good heart rate. I get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Totally get you. Um, so, do you have any 
I guess, I don't want to say dream, but for lack of a better word, dream promoters or dream situations that you want to be in? Or maybe I a would dream. Wanna fight, you know what? I would want to fight uh, some like world champion or ex-world champion. That's a kind of a thing I would, you know, I would like to achieve, you know? I'm not saying about that I'm going to like whoop them or something, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, for me, like... What do you think of Chris Van Heerden? Have you heard That'll of him? A, yeah, yeah. He just think got, that's a uh, good fight for you? He just lost to uh, Conor Ben, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. That would be a good fight. Yeah, that would be a good fight. Have you seen Sebastian Formella? Yeah, also he lost, lost to, to... He lost to, to Conor Ben, too. Yeah. Yeah, these are the names. He lost first to, to Porter. Yeah. Okay. Sean Porter beat yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. These are the names that I could, I could take on. Do yeah, you think I'll your just, team can get those type of names for you? They're working on a deal right now. Okay. Um, I think, yeah. Working I'm, on I'm, what kind of deal? Network uh, deal or managerial deal? I'm managerial. Okay. Deal, right? Um, so I have faith in them, right? Has uh, the owner of Split T seen you spar Castillo? Have you spar Castillo? Yeah, yeah. I sparred him, but I sparred him uh, before before the COVID started. So I sparred him when, when we were still in Canada. I didn't spar him before his fight with Ennis. Um, but, but, did the, but, but, but did, um, is his name Tony? What's his name? The gym owner? Oh, I don't know. Like the, uh, the coach or? or yeah, the coach, the coach. Um, Eric? Eric. Coach Eric, yeah. Eric. Uh, did he see you spar him though? Yeah, oh yeah, of Oh, course. he witnessed oh, it. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he, he coaches Castillo too, right? No, I know. So, uh, yeah. But that's was... what I'm saying. Sometimes coaches are not there all the time when you spar. Like, you might have sparred in top rank. Was, yeah. was he there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, Eric is, uh. Eric is on point on that. He's very hands-on. Right? So, yeah, and then, you know, after every sparring, we just talk, like, what I did good, what I did wrong, what should I improve on, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if it was something he's seen because now he's working with you, and obviously, like you said, you guys are working on a managerial deal, so I'm assuming that'll end up with a split T because that's who he works with. Uh, well, I don't want to like say too much. No, of no. course not. Of course not. I'm just uh, a fisherman, man. I'm yeah. always fishing, trying yeah. to get the information. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here if we have any posts from the people. Um, you have anything while I look for this on uh, Patreon? Yeah, I just, I just wanted to ask, what was the last uh, boxing fight that got you excited? Like you're watching it, you're maybe yelling at the TV or, you know, getting out of your seat. What was the last boxing fight that got you excited? Oh, that's a good question. Did you not watch Tank versus Roley? <laughs> Actually, I didn't watch this one, just the highlights. <gasps> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. Uh, I just watched recently, like Haney versus Cambosos. What do yeah. you think Actually, of that? Haney. Um, you sparred Haney while you were out here? No, mm. no. What was impressive to me is that Haney was able to stick to his game plan so good for like twelve rounds, mm -hmm. right? So the way he was throwing the jab in the first round, it was the same way when he did it in the twelve round, mm -hmm. right? It's actually hard to do it for like. 12 rounds and him being at uh, 20, how, how old is he? Like 24? 23, 23. 23. Yeah, 23 yeah, years you know, old. Like, usually like these younger guys, they get excited and they, they're like, like they, they're going to go into a war. Yeah, I think he showed uh, growth from the Linares fight. That's what, exactly what you're saying is what happened in the Linares fight and uh, you know, he, he, it was very easy. He was sticking to the game plan after round six. He changed and he's like, man, and he started coming forward and yeah. putting more punches together and eventually got caught. Yeah, yeah. And I think with the f 
like fighting a guy like uh, George Cambosos, you cannot go into a war with him because mm. uh, that's that's what he wants from you, right? But Haney stick to his jab, and then jab is what won this fight basically for for Haney. Did Cambosos seem surprisingly fast to you with the Haney fight, or did you think? No, I felt like he was. Like I, I, I went back and rewatched it, so I watched it twice and felt like Cambosos was uh, pretty fast. He's, he's pretty good with his counter punching, you yeah. know. Even though he didn't do enough to win rounds, every now and then he would counter Haney, and that's why I feel like Haney was throwing the jab and immediately ducking. Yeah. Even when Cambosos wouldn't do anything, he was anticipating something always. So he something always come back. Yeah. Always every if you go back and watch it, he never just shot a jab and stood high. Yeah. Always went low. Yeah, yeah, so, that, and then um, he was like when uh, when uh, George Cambosos was trying to get close to him, he would just like go into a clinch right him away, up. tie him yep. up, and then yeah, it might not be the like the most exciting fights, but, but it ensured the win. Yeah, he won the fight, he got the win, and that's he didn't take punishment at all, right? And you know that's that's all it is, you know. I got Ruin a five hundred four, which is New Orleans, and he is saying. When is your next fight, which you said you don't know yet, but you're expecting and anticipating August, right? Yeah, late August. Yeah, late August. That's, that's And it will be a welterweight fight? Welterweight. But you won't be looking to make the welterweight limit because there's no belt on the line, right? Like 148, 149? I usually try to make weight, you oh. know, just to stay... Uh, Discipline? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it... You know, like, I don't want to make keep making 149, and then when, the like, the title fight comes, you, you have trouble making 147 mm. right so every time i fight i kind of want to make like 148 the most right mm-hmm. so yeah this is going to be a, a walter we fight for sure you've actually done a really good job at that but i see you've gone as low as 139 right i did it once um did it did i mean it, like i did it a few times did um, it hurt yeah i the, the one fight that i had against the guy uh 20 and 0 that was a fight robert talik yeah yeah that was at uh, 140 I made weight, but it was like I was Tough. I was struggling. I was but you struggling. didn't have a nutritionist. Uh no, not at all. And that. you didn't have a strength and conditioning coach. No. And you so didn't you have know, a chef. Yeah, so you know, like you just kinda like do it yourself. Yeah, you no, know? but what I'm saying is you made it on your own. If yeah. you have a team, given the right situation, if you had a nutritionist, you had a chef, you'd probably make it easier. It won't affect you. It won't yeah, hurt well, you. Well, after this fight, I started working with a guy too. Okay. Right? And then it just changed, right? So, and even like like the way I feel, like like on a daily basis, mm-hmm. changed too, right? You have more energy? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't eat enough, it's almost as bad as eating too much. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly even worse. Because you're... Um, like you don't have energy, you like you want to sleep all the time, right? You don't mm-hmm. want to like talk to anybody, right? And then you have to train twice a day. So yeah, it was it was hard. Every day you train twice a day. So what you do? Boxing and then strength and conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do it for six days, and Sunday is kind of a day. day and off. is your evening session the strength and conditioning, or do you mix that up? We mix it up. Mm-hmm. We mix mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. All right. I have um, Brandon. In Houston, it says, "Are you familiar with Emantis Stenonius?" Yeah, I know him. Like, and, I mean, uh, like, I, I never met him. I just know who, who he is. Who he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good fighter. Good fighter. I actually watched his last fight against uh, Butayev. Butayev. Oh, yeah. Spence under the fight. rumor is yeah. he's gonna fight Keith Thurman. What do you think? Too much for Keith, or Keith gets him? Or you rather not predict? 
to be honest with you, you know, like I I support Keith and it's a he's a good guy, you know. So <laughs> I don't want to go against him, but um, uh oh, but you think he's done? Uh, if he's done, like I think that would be a fifty-five, forty-five to Stanionis. Wow! On that fight, yeah. You give Stanionis the edge. I would give it to yeah. I would oh, give it wow. to him. Yeah. What do you what think? What did you see in camp that you would give him the edge? Really? I mean, uh, you know, Keith Thurman, like he has a lot of fights, and then. You know, like the wear and tear. Or what is his heart maybe. not in it? What did you see? Oh, like I didn't. No, like I'm not. I'm not saying that I saw something like like bad or something, right? I just think that Stanionis is uh, at this stage of his career when when you want to beat guys like like Thurman, right? So I think for the most part, it's just like 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 the mental part, mm. right? So Stanionis is gonna like he's gonna come out and be like, hey, like I. I have to win this fight, right? Because like the skill level, I would think it's it's similar at at, at that level, right? And and also it depends like on the training camp, like how they like how the camp goes, how the sparring goes, right? But I would give it yeah fifty five forty five like a slightly edge to Stanionis on mm. that one. <laughs> wow! 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 Oh man, that's the be, thing. It would be a very like that would be a close fight though. Do you think mm. you feel that way because Keith didn't get the knockout over Barrios? I feel it this way because of uh, like Keith Thurman, like he hasn't been fighting a lot mm-hmm. recently too, mm-hmm. right? And Stanion is like he's been active, he's yeah. been like in the game all the time, and then <clears throat> that fight with Pacquiao didn't go very well mm-hmm. for for Thurman, and after that he kind of like took a break, right? So, you know, it just depends, like I said, um, how the training camp goes, how Keith Thurman, like, what's his, like, like mentality going into the fight. If he's like, oh, shit, like, I made my money, like, I'm, yeah, I'll fight, but it's not something that I actually, like, must win, right? Right. For Stanionis, is is different, right? Because he's, like, the up-and-coming fighter, undefeated fighter, too, which is, which is like, a big, uh, big thing, right? Yeah, he, like, nowadays that O is very important. You, it's it's it feels that way almost. Obviously, it wasn't as important for Ugas, who had, you know, already lost several times before he got his opportunities. Mm-hmm. But you know, the O is important, and you know, Stenonius is uh, undefeated. But Keith Thurman, I feel, is more experienced against big names. You know, and I I think that. I think it is a close fight, but you—I mean, you're the pro fighter. You're the one that's been in the ring with them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you hurt my heart, man. Keith, I love him. Oh, I love him. But he's just never been the same. He's never been the same since he got married and took all that time off. And and I didn't want him to take that Barrios fight because it's just too too much comparisons. Like you let Tank knock out a dude you can't knock out. I don't like that. I didn't like that look for him. But oof, that's a tough fight too. I think Stanonis is a tough fight. He's a very good counter puncher. Yeah, he, he and he's durable. He held. He he yeah. did, he took some punishment from uh, Butayev, who's a dirty little fighter. What you yeah. think of Butayev? Did you see his two fights with uh, Stanonius and with Jamal James? I just watched the fight with Stanonius. Yeah, um, yeah, he's just a tough tough dude, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he can take a punch. He 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 can throw back, right? So uh, yeah, that was a very uh, very good win for for Stanionis for sure. Well, I think those are all our questions. Danny, if you don't have anything else, let me refresh here for the people. 
uh, on Patreon and make sure I didn't miss anybody. And that is it. We're going to take a quick intermission, take this picture with Lucas, and be right back to answer all your calls. Uh, Lucas, please give out any social media, anything you want to direct our audience to. Uh, you can just follow me on my social media. You have to type in my name, <laughs> which is very like uh, tricky for people that are not but, from Poland. <laughs> but you can. Well, your at is pretty underscore. Boy yeah, where would you get that from? Are you yeah. like? Is that like a, a, a Floyd <laughs> tribute, or were you just considered a pretty boy in, in, in back in Poland? Oh, um, did you watch Public Enemies? <laughs> the movie? Yeah. Uh which one is that? Let me see. Danny's yeah, Googling. Danny always point. Googling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a, like, no, I haven't seen it. So uh-oh. I have to Google to see what he's talking about. <laughs> Public enemy. Enemies. Yeah, Enemies. Yeah. So there was a guy like on the very, like uh, on the beginning of the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. Channing Tatum, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Yeah. They shot him. But oh, yeah, Yo, shout yeah, out yeah. to Johnny Depp winning that 15 mil. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh, yeah. 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 From his wife. Yeah. They both have to pay each other, though. I think she got two mil, too. Oh, really? So he's getting, like, 13, basically? Yeah. But what? what is... The, what? Why is she paying him? What? Because for defamation. That's what he oh, sued her for. Oh, 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 oh. But then she counter... He sued her for 50 mil, and then she countersued for 100 mil. Mm. Lord. And they settled at 13? Well, the jury found that she was, in fact, being defamatory. Uh, so I remember like this guilty. movie very well. This is with my... Uh, one of my favorite actors... The dude, Christian Bell, uh, he played as Batman. He was the detective in this movie. Yes, I do remember this movie. It was very good. So who's Pretty Boy in this movie? Oh, the guy at the very beginning. Like, he he died, right? But, um, yeah, yeah, one of the the guys. What the hell is that? Trash truck. Oh. Picking up the trash. Anyway, we're going to get and take this picture. Uh, Lucas, once again, thank you for coming on. Yes, Um, And uh, we look forward to having you back once you get that fight announced and or the uh managerial announcement thank you very much for having me guys thank you thank you we are back back to taking calls back to talking boxing if you want to call in you know the number to do so one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one but i do want to remind everybody who doesn't know now you know devin haney will be live 4 p.m pacific standard time in the building perforated p uh 7 p.m Eastern, join us live. Brandon in Houston, we need a post for Haney immediately. Undisputed. True Road Tide, what is up? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, smash the like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. Serene Walk was good. Ness was good. What up? What up? Another day, another podcast. Another day, another dollar. And we still got CYP saying it's crazy stuff. It's per usual. Okay, but it's not too crazy, you know. But all I got to say when people say put somebody in the top 10, who are you going to remove? Don't remove Josh Taylor. You can remove Errol Spence. You can remove Bivol. But Josh Taylor should be there. You know what I'm saying? Like Based off what? Based off resume, based off undisputed. That's right. Just I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Oh yeah, man, you're on the same page with that one, Ness. Man, you're on the same page with that one. Um, yeah, man. So they just need to get right and uh, just be, just be just be logical. You know, like like you said, based on accolades. You know, undisputed is over one belt. So 
That's just how you got to do it. Tank is not in there. You know, I'm a tank fanatic, but you got to be realistic with yourself. Tank, don't, it's not undisputed. Not, until he do a little more, we're going to put him up there. You know what I'm saying? So shout tank, out to CBV. Tank, tank actually is crazy because someone could make an argument that the tank belongs because he's actually doing the definition of undisputed, which is fighting in different divisions, but he's never unified. So the accolades don't necessarily allow him to be in everyone's top 10 conversation because there's so many other dudes that are doing what the do. Uh, I don't know if he's still here, but CYP had a counterpunch literally seconds before we brought our guest on. So I don't know if he's still here. No, he is not. And we are cutting out Nesta Gibbs on TikTok and YouTube, but also catch me right here on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice with my boy, my co-host, Danny Alvarez, we'll be back 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have the the undisputed lightweight champion of the world live here in studio. Danny's excited. Bro, he just, I hope we get Bill too, though. He just got back. You gotta, you gotta think about. It. Should just we gonna... not hope for Bill and have Devin alone? No, we, always no, we got need Bill. both. We need both. That's it's what I'm the saying. The duo, right? I know. I know. Is, is that gonna be our million view video? It better be. I hope so. 4 p.m. Pacific. I would 7... like. I would like a video to hit a million in 24 hours. Today's the day. 7 p.m. Eastern with the newly crowned, a milli, a milli, a milli. undisputed America's own lightweight champion, Devin the Dream Haney in studio. We out. We got a bougie from Broward. Super Chase says, I'm a Patreon mm. now. Fire emoji. Broward County. Kick the door down. Appreciate you, bruv. Let me go ahead and check any other Super Chats that we might have missed before we roll. Giving CYP time to call in and use his counterpunch. Um, looks like we got another one from Bougie says, Lord Haney pulling up. Hmm. Thinking emoji time to become a Patreon fire, fire. Shout out to you. No OG in Dallas says Ryan calling out tank proves he going for paydays and not greatness. Devin is all for greatness and glory. Like it should be Ken stone. UFC loves to say undisputed, even though Bellator here. I don't know. Law 21 AI. What's up? Can y'all explain? Oh, I get what they're saying. Do you get what they're saying? <laughs> um, is that a, another uh, promotion? Yeah, that's where all the washed up UFC fighters Ooh, go. Ooh, shots fired. I don't know, bro. Benson feel- Henderson, he started losing, then they sent him to Bellator. Mm. Nah, but there, so is is, talent, uh, there is talent Cyborg. in other pr- pr- yeah. promotions, though. Like, if you think that, that about is true. It, One. I mean, who. Arguably, Kayla Harrison is the baddest woman pound for pound in the world in mixed martial arts. I yet. got a boxing question, though. She's in PFL. What's since up, y'all, Since y'all went into what up, champ? What up, crazy? What up? What up? What up? Law twenty one says, "What's up? Can you explain Simiso Bufletiv? Whatever the dude, you know the dude. We talked about it a little bit. The dude, the video, the tough video to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What about him? I mean, I don't know how to explain that. Like, I don't know. He was so, concussed. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all I know is that. Um, you know, from the video we saw in the fight, that after he was, um, you know, took to the hospital and was in a coma up until, you know, the moment of his passing. So I would like to end the show on a 10 count for him mm. and end it that way and just no, make we, sure. No, well, remember to end it that way. We still got other stuff. I thought you wanted to end it. I mean, I thought you wanted to play the 10 count, not end the show. If you want to end the show with the 10 count, we got to wait. All right, then we'll wait. 
KO Surge, $2 Super Chat says, Bumney Benavidez needs to retire. He ain't it. And he's talking about Jose Benavidez Jr. Machine Gun, Matt Garcia says, Benavidez and Andre should come together and make the fight. Both have trouble getting notable opponents. Why not make the fight with each other? Tony Salgado says, what's up? No, what's good, Ness, Heyman, and Danny International? Them bags cool. I got a few. If Garcia fights, he is going to bed in round five. Damn. So he's picking Jose over him. Ain't crowning young Jesus. With the $5 Super Chat says, ring that doorbell and wipe your feet before coming in. Hit that thumbs up. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Fist respect emoji. Cool emoji. AJ Smooth with the Super Chat says, TBV, even active on the Lord's Day. Word up. I mean, Sunday was two days ago, but yeah, we are active on Lord's Day. James Benitez says, did you ever address the Charlo injury? Yeah, we said it's probably real, but maybe fake because he and Andre both have injuries that now they can pop up with a fight in the future down the fall with. We got eight crown seven nine with a super chat five dollars saying good morning TBV. I'll be that intern Just, joke. I actually didn't want you to joke. I need an intern. Thank you for reminding me. Intern. Anybody wants to intern from five thirty to about ten o'clock or earlier? Look, today we out of here early, so you like really in and out, and you're gonna get all the perks of being with TBV. You know, you ain't gonna have to worry about no raffles. You would have been able to bags. meet the undisputed champion yeah, you of the can take world, a pic- picture with the Devin. youngest one ever in the fourth division, you know uh, four belt era. I'm you can sorry. meet Tony Orlando, the guy that got to kiss Muhammad Ali, or Muhammad Ali kissed him. I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff happening over here with TBV. Join us, join us, join us. We have potato chip. Nope, that's an old super chat. What that's else? it. Nesta Gibbs, and then we out. Ten count. Oh, ten count. See, I need the reminders. Let me refresh. While I go to the 10 count, 10 count, refreshed, we are good to go. Hold on, actually, uh, let me get, uh, I'd like to, you know, just have them on the screen for those who may not know, so let me just get a screen share and we'll end it like that. 